Hey, this is Dave Hampton, vastly underqualified dungeon master for Legion D&D. But in fairness, I was only signed on because of a clerical error. Do me a favor and let your family, your friends, your Legion know about us. Everyone can follow Legion D&D as we embark on the Delphi Sapphire campaign on Twitch, YouTube, and wherever podcasts are sold. Anyways, let's get into this week's episode. We'll get going then. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Legion D&D, where the cast and crew from Legion M, or most of them, well, I mean, there's more, but just play with, since Taylor's not here, that's all I'm referring to. Uh, the world's greatest fan-owned entertainment company uh, cast away their earthly concerns and play Dungeons and Dragons! <laughs> Taylor still hasn't come up with a theme song, so I'm still doing this. Has anybody noticed that we have not encountered, encountered, a dragon or a dungeon yet? False. Yes, right. I've absolutely noticed that. And so have yeah. a lot of my friends. They're like, there's, have you, have, are you just in dungeons fighting dragons at all times? And I right. said, no. Technically. Right. I mean, the name is rather restrictive, but the game can be much broader, obviously. Oh, we've been in forests and caves. I would argue that cave was kind of dungeony. It was kind of dungeony. It wasn't a dungeon. <laughs> it wasn't, it's clearly its intent, but. I I can tell you there's a lot of fan theories in the chat about exactly this and discussion and a heated debate over whether it was a cave or a dungeon. So. Right, right. Um, so news first. This is really exciting, people. This is really exciting. Our uh, follower rank has climbed up. We are now and just barely in the top two and a half million instead of the top three million. So we're, I mean, we're really close to it. Basically, if every citizen of Gambia had a Twitch feed, all of them could be in front of us. So that's wow. not that great, but it's better than the top 3 million. So we're getting better. Uh, and our true. average viewer rank, it went up 200,000. So now it's at like 547,000, which is not good, but it's it's not Very as bad impressive. as it was. Right, Very so this impressive. is really good. Yeah, good so we're really, we're so, so thank you twitchers who are twitching with us uh we would ask taylor uh how he's setting up the social accounts for wondercon but we know he hasn't done anything mandy last time teased merch for wondercon but didn't give any insight into it do, do you have something in the back of your mind or this was just like let's just egg dave on a bit this is though there was absolutely something in the back of my mind um it's just not ready to discuss at this point in time I guess we just have to roll on. I'm going to roll a persuasion check and see if I can change your mind. Um, <laughs> Terry was going to send us pictures so we could all pretend we were pay playing at Terry's house, but she didn't do that. And I, I thought that would be really cool. Time. Yeah, because instead of somebody wearing, uh, wearing, getting a, a LinkedIn profile picture of one of us, they could instead get a wallpaper of, uh, of Terry's house. So that would be fun. Um, you know, you might want to hide some of the personal stuff, you know, for privacy, but still. <laughs> It'd be fun if uh, I had cool walls. Right. It's like beige missile. I have beige walls. Right. I get that. <laughs> and it's not bad, but it could be better. Hey, Jeff, um, what's your excuse for not having a background? Oh, yeah. Jeff oh, forgot his background. Oh, hold on a second. I think his excuse is age, age and forgetfulness. Yes. Uh -huh. yeah, I don't want to see your name or anything on your character stuff. All right. All right. He's the monk. All right. right. 
Uh, um, we're only how many? Side, I feel like we should actually dye your hair blue. Like that should be a thing. Blue. So your sure. hair looks fantastic. Blue. Oh, I love this. This is like so cool. It looks fantastic on you, and you know I am down to do that anytime. Right. <laughs> how how does your computer have the power to give you blue hair but exactly. not put in a background? Exactly. Thumbs up. I'm beginning to think that the whole thing is a lie, a sham. <laughs> you suspect. Right. Um, okay, so uh, some questions that were asked of me about decisions made from the DM standpoint, because I think these are often hilarious. Um, so, Zancorin's Brazer, I made the point that I didn't really, really didn't matter what shape it was as long as it was brass, because my ruling was going to be it was the brass metals mixing with the herb that provided the arcane energy to make his creature, which seemed like, you know, pretty good. But then somebody said, well, couldn't he just burn it in anything and maybe just toss in a couple of brass balls? <laughs> okay, I'm going to, yeah, that would be fine. Given the way I described it, that's a loophole that, you know, you could potentially do. So that's, yes, you can and everybody um, should carry around at least two brass balls. Everyone should have a pair of brass balls, obviously. Uh, just just to help Zancorna. Um, uh, yes, I should have had Elsa's uh, Elsa, who uh, friends was cast on Elsa, get angry after one minute. And I could say that I thought she was too engaged and willing to be angry. Or I could say that Contra would have convinced her without friends, so I just wanted to see how that would play out. Okay, but I will caveat this. It yeah. says on the spell info that the character who had who's who's casted on friends can choose whether to get angry or not right right and, and i thought because you had a skill set in that that would yes. be okay but the reality yes. is the storyline was so engaging i just totally forgot so i'm just gonna be you know okay okay yes but consent was all the way it was all the way there yeah um and Why then also uh, doesn't suddenly bring down ice storm Right, I hope not. Yeah. Uh, it's already getting to be spring, so it really doesn't matter if the cold bothers her. Uh, now, I also have no idea how much five gold pieces of herbs would weigh, but I did a little math for fun. Uh, literally, that's five days of work in this era. So I'm not sure they really thought the amount through of what it would be, but if you just did like half incense, half herbs, and I'm assuming incense is more expensive because it normally is. Um, and that herbs usually cost about 79 cents a pound. If you did that today's dollar, just minimum wage earnings of it, that would be 1,500 pounds of herbs in order to cast the spells, plus your incense. And I'm thinking when they wrote that, they really didn't think this through all the way because that's just a tremendous amount of herbs. But it, it did give me an idea for Taylor's idea and that one day when I can't DM or something, we can do a one-shot called Herb Mule. The Raspidol run, and he can, you know, do that whole storyline that he was hopefully doing. And if anyone knows Clint Eastwood, because he played a mule recently, we can see if he would play a character unlike anything else he's ever played before. And that could be a challenge. So, no, I think he'd be totally bad. Uh, I decided to change the game this week. So, if you, the, the question is, um, uh, the contest is called Guess What Dave Thinks. And then, uh, so you're gonna write down your answer in the chat. And then at the end of the show, we are gonna pick a winner that can win a signed LinkedIn profile pic of any of us, your choice. <laughs> um, so here is the question. 
Guess what Dave thinks? Turkey bacon, food or lie? So you write down food or lie and you that's your chance of winning. So did we um did we introduce have everyone introduce themselves? Did we forget anyone? Like everyone said what I do at Legion M and why how I got into D D. Did we, we covered everyone? <clears throat> yeah, we did? Okay, good. Then I'm gonna skip that. And uh and that's good. So we are uh, all now well known, is what you're saying. Dave, did you introduce yourself? I think so. I, I talk he, a lot. I'm sure I have. I think he was the first person. I thought I grabbed Mandy for the first. Oh, you I did was, grab Mandy. I believe I was the first. So yeah. I feel like it is your turn, Dave. Dave. Have I not gone? Why don't you just assume you haven't gone? Oh, fine. Come up with a better thing. Plus, you have a new job, so Hi. You're a totally That's different true. person. You're interrupting. <laughs> Hi, folks. My name's Dave. Nice to meet you. Uh, I um. Uh, what what am I ask, asking? Uh, what I do, uh, I actually do nothing with Legion M except I happen to be an investor. Um, and and you can go to somebody type in chat where you can learn more about investing. I have no idea where that is. Probably legionm.com. That would be exactly right. Right. Um, and, you know, and I know that if you sign up for like certain bits, don't you that guys sometimes have like rewards that you can get? Yeah, I think we should offer the LinkedIn profiles as a potential award, <laughs> but an award. actual signed copy. Yes, um, only at like the five thousand dollar investment level. I was going fifty k, but okay, <laughs> five. Maybe we should make a crypto collectibles. Narrow East, like shoot a shoot a scene of you doing something dramatic. I don't do dramatic. Actually, own that scene. I really kind of own the whole genre of lame. So this is where I work. So <laughs> if if that's merchable then let's do that um okay so i'm actually uh i'm actually in engineering i i um run the engineering department for a social media uh social influencer marketing company uh so that's what i do i just started there a while ago from another job but i've been in engineering for decades um and uh, and that's what i do and i got into dnd first playing with my best friend when i was in middle school uh and he was the dm and he was so creative and so fun uh we had the best time and nobody else would play with us it was just he and i and pepsi and that is it uh and we had a great time and we played all the time on different adventures um and he was the dungeon master the whole time and that is actually the last time i was ever a player <laughs> when i was 13. and then i took a big break from it and we got playing again um uh, uh David brought me back into playing with some friends of his and I was like, oh, I was a player then. Yeah, for, I mean, it was like three hours, but it counts. Um, and uh, and then I was like, dang it, I really miss this stuff. And then I started uh, doing it. I've been uh, playing a lot more. Ever well, since. I mean, and you're, you're just a little shout out. Your dungeon master was Luke Gygax, son of Gary Gygax, the co-creator of the game. That's right. I didn't want to drop names because I figured you should uh, drop it, but that's really cool. It. I didn't, I actually didn't even Seriously? know. Yeah. That's so cool. I didn't even know who he was. He's like, oh, we're playing with Luke Gygax. I'm like, okay. I know who he is. <laughs> but all the time, I don't really follow most of the people that David mentions to me. Um, like even like actors and celebrities. He's like, do you know this person? I'm like, no. They were in this film. Okay. And this one? Okay. You're, you Not, work with influencers. Don't you have to take a quiz or something? No, the worst thing for me is when I look at the most, do you guys know who the two biggest influencers in the world are? No. Cristiano Ronaldo and Justin Bieber. And when I pull up our website, that's what I see every day. 
because <laughs> we, we you know we just have that up there is whoever you know the biggest ones are and they've been in that lead spot for quite some time um anyways any what anyway thank you oh also let's take a time in the chat instead of um just having david um silently correct my grammar um let's have everyone publicly correct my grammar because that would be great fun so um is there just involved in the chat um when i make a grammatical mistake please feel free to call it out um and if you have any personal insults those are great too i always love good personal insults um let me hit play on this because i want to here's our background music for our introduction of our storyline because i wrote it down right okay you can hear the music sound exciting does it sound thrilling always beautiful maybe not loud enough all right it fits it sounds like we could take a nap well hopefully it gets a little scarier so i'll just do it this way all right the crew this is way back in the beginning the crew here this crew has been transported from london to rasvidal in the world of the realms this is where this all takes place their characters have no idea that they were once part of the crew of legion m they woke up unaware of how they got to the city of hoffendal and unaware of their past in our own world here in the realms. They took a job to transport goods to Fen, and along the way they were attacked by ogres, sturges, and goblins. They saved a family of hobbits from an attack and invaded a cave to attempt to rescue the person who hired them, Gundren Rockseeker, who had been whisked away to the legendary castle of ancient Rasvidal called the Crag Mall, the castle of the gaping mouth. They rescued his travel mate, Sildar Hallwinter, but the location of Crag Mall that existed all is unknown. The last episode, in an evening in Fend, where there were no battles, but dining and drinking at the Inn of the Southern Woods, brought forward new friends and alliances. Benel Thornton and Tura Greywine bonded with Kondra and Tatiana and unveiled a hundred gold piece challenge to dig up some dirt on Albrecht Recor, the leader of the Red Hand policing unit that had moved into Fend. Kondra met up with Tia Edermath, the, uh, and also learned of and saw firsthand members of the Red Hand lounging around the wandering oak she had uh, her wand stolen by pele and in turn stole a night of passion from him zancorin and rampuri were summarily dismissed by farben webster the town master and gathered herbs so zancorin can bring back his familiar a tiny valerian hawk named tanry and they also found out about a quest to visit a banshee uh, farben has a list of quests but we don't know what they are yet rocky mistrusts sildar sildar is married to toblin albrecht and Rikor are old friends Rikor runs the red hand we know where Trenzendor Manor is, but we're not sure who's in it. We don't know where the Crag Maw is, but we pretty much know who's in there. Lachlan the Brown may know where the Crag Maw is, but we don't know where he is. We don't even know if Mishak Forte exists, but if it does, it has a magic forge and a key that unlocks a powerful amulet. Gundren is still missing, but might know where the mine is. Tatiana just wants to get drunk. Pele just wants to destroy literally any bush. Rampuri sleeps on a bench. Rocky has seen things he can't unsee. Contra gets a girl's and Corn gets a bird. I just want to drink. And yes, I'll send this list to Contra because she has the keen mind feet. And if the rest of you didn't write it down, it's not my fault. And with that, the sun rises. A nice, cool morning breeze wafts in through the windows. Condra hears Elsa get out of bed, footsteps going down the hall as the smell of a freshly cooked breakfast wafts up the hallway. And somewhere in the distance, you hear Toblin yell out to the guests that may be staying there, breakfast is served. And the day 
is in front of you. That's it. That's where you guys take it. All right. You stop. Well, I didn't uh, sleep a lot, as as we know. Um, I had a wonderful night, and after my festivities with Elsa, um, I studied for quite some time, and then um, I slept for about four hours. So I had a really good night's sleep, and I'm waking up feeling extremely refreshed and ready for whatever today brings. And studious, yeah, because you did, studious. had a chance to study some, yeah. Yes, I did. I studied for... Um, I, I assume about four hours, uh, maybe five. Um, and then I slept for the remaining four hours, however long I slept. Alrighty. And what are you guys doing? Um, I'm uh, smelling breakfast and <laughs> I need some greasy something. So I am actually gonna pop out of bed pretty quickly and run downstairs and be the first to sit at a table so I can have some breakfast. All right. Guten Morgen. Uh, I am going to jump out of the bed, do my stretches, and then go downstairs for um, breakfast. I, I get up and uh, I follow down, get some nice breakfast, and uh, wait for everyone to uh, kind of convene at the table. And... I'm going to hang outside on this bench. Until I hear my people inside, and then I'm going to go in and join. All right, I think we've covered everyone. And Taylor, uh, what room was Taylor in? I can't remember. Uh, he's in a room some... with the monk, I think. No, right? monk slept outside, so Taylor was actually uh, sleeping right. by himself. So he he also follows you guys downstairs, uh, and he is um, sitting in the Somebody breakfast room. Taylor. Huh? Somebody was with Taylor. Maybe Ter yeah. uh, Tatiana. Oh, Terry was. That's right. Yeah, I think I bunked with him. He's like. You know what I'm gonna do, Terry? I'm gonna <laughs> try to steal some butter. Good so job. He's already good. got a mindset to try to stealth some butter, um, you know, from the little pat, maybe put it in his pocket. I'm not really sure what, but, you know, as he says, the rogue is tricky. You never know what he's going to do. Uh, all right, so you guys are downstairs. Toblin visits you, uh, swings by, and puts plates in front of you. It's just sort of a standard bit, you know, eggs and sausages and some breads and, and, and some little butters, which have caught the eye of, of um, Pele. And uh, so breakfast is served. Everybody. We eat. I... Um, go ahead, Rob. Okay. I, I kind of had an epiphany that I think might be a good one. I wanted to get everyone's opinion, but... I'm obviously a bard. I know how to, you know, entertain. Um, and we have, you know, from what I, the discussions, uh, I guess you could say a kind of side quest of sorts to uh, figure out what these red hand uh, people are doing here. And I think we could persuade them to come to almost a concert at that, uh, bar that they frequent um, and I can try to get as many of them there as possible in honor of them and hopefully that will bring some of the guards uh, at the manor there as well it will be kind of like a celebratory red hand day or something um, and then the others who are you know maybe more sneaky uh, Pele um, could uh, go and search for the stuff 
Uh, what say you all? Well, it's a pretty good idea. Uh, but uh, I am interested in what Sildar has to say about his business partner. Um, because we do have some information that indicates that uh, we go to the northern part of the forest. There are some ruins. And uh, those ruins might be that gaping now. Back then the brown might be at those ruins. Yeah. Well, the last time we met him, I know he was going into the forest. And I remember, um, actually, I remember exactly uh, what I said, which is I would like to go and help him in the forest. And I was turned down and told that that was a really bad idea. Um, so hey, we don't need your attitude this morning. It's a little early, but yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm just. I'm, I'm just going to throw that out that uh, I, I haven't been wrong yet. Um, so uh, that's just my plan. Wait a um, second. You got some special power you ain't telling us about? Nothing special. I just, uh, I guess you could say I have a, a keen mind of sorts. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Keen mind, huh? <laughs> so that, that's kind oh, of... Oh, wait. I'm supposed to be nice to you today. I forgot. You uh, you did tell me that Pele stole my wand. So uh, you, get a, you get a bit of a pass today, but... Uh, Lightly. I appreciate that. Um, so I do think that I, I also agree with that, Rocky. I think we we definitely should go to those ruins. Um, but I also think that this town, just just from what I'm hearing about the the Red Hand, could be in jeopardy in some way. Um, and they've treated us very well. So I would be happy to do both. Confusing then, because if Sildar is working with them, and yet we were working for Sildar. Does that make us culpable? Maybe we should uh, just worry about the dwarf. Well, and that's that's kind of what I'm wondering because I don't know if Sildar actually knows what's going on. I think he might be being fooled by his so-called friend, and that's why I'm really curious about what's being, what what's what information is in that manner. Well, you guys, I I, I don't remember if I told. No, I, I do remember. I did not tell you about this yesterday, but Tia. Uh, Tia told me that, you know, Sildar seems fine, that he seems like an okay guy, um, but she also said that she's not sure, so he might be a little off, he might be a big fat liar and we don't know it. Well, I'd like to talk to him just to find out, uh, you know, how anxious he is to get, uh, his business partner back. So just at this moment, Sildar comes downstairs. He's looking very disheveled. He's totally got bedhead and, um, you know, still looks a little dirty from crashing the night before um, after all the injuries that he, he dealt with. He comes down the stairs and um, Tavlin looks up and sees him and is like, Sildar, I, I told you to clean up before you come in the breakfast room. And he goes running up to him and starts like moving his hands and, and looking like he's casting spells and those that are somewhat aware see like a mage hand come out and start neating neatening his hair and you see all that dust come off of him and his his clothes get magically cleaned and his um he gets neatened up and and he looks you know he still looks a little tired but at this point he's like been completely groomed magically he looks like he should be on the cover of castle and lords magazine if they had one of those at this time and he just looks fantastic and um uh, Toblin's like, that, that's better. We should do this up in the room, though. And uh, he comes downstairs, and now he's looking pretty good. And uh, he's uh, the silver fox that he is. And I know. How is he able to do that? Uh, make an arcana check. Magic. 
very good at this, apparently. Maybe. We'll find out. Let's see. Oh, apparently. Okay, it's fine. Twelve. Twelve. You recognize some of the spells that he did? Um, the mage hand you've seen, sort of a, um, a, a spectral type of hand that can follow someone's bidding. He was actually able to have like two of them going at the same time, which was kind of interesting. Um, you're not really sure what some of the other ones were, um, but um, they they seemed like kind of a mastery of lower level spells um, that he was able to do. Can you tell us that he was uh, a wizard or no? Anything? You know, he's still in the room. You can ask him. It piques your interest. Hey, Sildar. How you feeling today? Looking looking good, buddy. I'm um, feeling a little bit better. Thanks for asking. How was your evening? It was uh, splendid. Thank you for asking. Um, how how did you just do that? Where, where did you learn to uh, to do magic? Oh, that wasn't me. That was Toblin. Um, Toblin. Yeah, he. Um, well, yeah, I guess he uh, when he was. Um, Younger, he wanted to be um, a wizard, and he did some studying of it, but then he got captivated with um, hospitality, and, and uh, he and his brother opened the Inn of the Southern Woods, and he does the front side, and his, his brother does the back, but he's been uh, mastering um, some spells that are, um, I don't know, like personal care spells, so um, he can clean thing and blow puffs of wind, and he's mastered it in such a way that could basically just you know get you all cleaned up for an event if you need it and Thanks. we've used it here sometimes um he'll charge the guests for uh, it and you know if they're in a hurry and don't need, want to take a bath and then um a couple of times we've gone to hoffendahl on just sort of a getaway and if we go out on the evening he gets us all fancy he does a a great job with it he can actually do a really good my hair's fairly long he can do a good job braiding it but um you know not here just Throw it over my shoulder here and fend. So, um, Interesting. Yeah. Um, thank you very much. And, and you do look lovely. So. Oh, thank you. He does a yeah. great job. It's uh, it's all him. I have no sense of style. That actually reminds me. And I just, I do this and go, Aspere, and press a dissertation on myself. So I mm. kind of comb up and clean up myself. Clean up yourself a, a, a little bit better. Yeah. So... You've gotten all the dirt off of you. You're not really styling the hair so much, but you are clean, uh, which is good. So um, I'd like to take this opportunity to kind of. <laughs> <laughs> good enough. <laughs> Excellent. Um, Have we, and uh, remind me, team outside of being Condra, did we um, ask? Sildar yet, if he knows anything about the Red Hand. No, he was recovering. Yeah, he was asleep. Okay, we need to, let's ask him about the Red Hand, because he's supposed to be, like, connected. I, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, is Sildar coming to join us, or? Uh, you can wave him over. I mean, you guys were just talking, I think he was looking for a seat, but you can ask him to join. Sildar, yeah. come join us. We're, we're just having breakfast from lovely lovely breakfast this is fantastic well um all right sounds good um toblin i'm i'm gonna join them all right toblin you can He's come too i know you have a of an interim but oh, thank you so much i'm uh, busy silvering the customers but thank you so much for inviting me maybe in some downtime absolutely 
Usually around two, three o'clock, it slows down. If, if we're here, um, we're not going to be here. Yeah, <laughs> stuff to do. Yeah, you, you had a spa day yesterday, so you know. we did pretty much. So Zilda, what's uh, you're feeling a little better today? I am. Thank you for asking. Um, I just needed some rest. Uh, those goblins took quite a bit out of me, so uh, it's nice to come back home, uh, settled in. Yeah, this is. Then, then uh, you know, we are we're, we're all very curious on the thoughts about your business partner and uh, whether you think we should be uh, focusing right. our energies on getting him. Well, um. Obviously, I think the most important thing is to find out where he is. Where is the Crag Mall? Um, I, I, for one, uh, I think like many folks here, thought it was a myth. So I'm not uh, not certain where it is. But um, uh, and I've yeah, I've never bothered to ask anyone. Why would you ask about a mythical place if, if you're trying to be a respectable person? But apparently, it may not be. Um, so I'm not certain. Who to find out about? I was um, I was thinking of maybe um, going over and asking um, Farbin if he uh, knows anything at the um, uh, Townmaster's Hall. Uh, other than that, I can't think of the only other person I can think that would know anything about it might be um, uh, Tia Tia Edamath, who lives on the outskirts of town. She's um, uh, an elf. She's one of our oldest citizens. So if, if anyone's heard of it, it's probably her. Yeah, we actually met her yesterday, Soldar. Oh, did you? Uh, lovely, lovely woman. Um, yeah, she's absolutely lovely. Uh, she she let us know that uh, she's she's also a myth to her. She's not sure where that might be. Um, she has heard about it in stories. Uh, but have you ever heard of Lachlan the Brown? You know Lachlan the Brown. Lachlan Brown. No, should I? Is he? Um, who is he? What it was? Odd dude. We met a while back. Um, yeah, uh, she, she says that you may know something, but uh, yeah, a druid that... Uh, I've not, uh, not heard of him, no. Um, I don't know many druids. Most of my work has taken me to towns, and druids um, uh, notably shy away from urban settings. They, they much prefer the woods or the fields or the meadows, you know, some sort, some, some sort of place out. They come in, obviously, for um, supplies, things like that, but um, uh, I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't know of whom you speak. Uh, so, uh, and and when I ask this, I am specifically looking for any kind of flinching weirdness, kind of any any potential deception or lie here. Um, mm -hmm. But um, you know, I was hearing that there's uh, these these guards, uh, uh, some kind of color. I uh, I think the 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 red the red hand is that it? I I don't know, but. They're, they've been here for a while, right? Um, they might know. Do, do you know anyone who who's there who might know about Kragmall or anything like that or why they're here? Um, so I'm going to answer, and then you'll roll uh, a check, uh, an inside check. Um, I, um, I, I was out of town for a decent amount of time uh, in Hoffendal. Um chasing down a few things when I met up with Gundren. Uh, I know you, you referred to him as my business partner, but um, I had really only met Gundren when he and his brothers came to town maybe nine months ago or so, um, and then I've interacted with them a bit. Um, and um, 
he went up to Hoffendall and asked me to to ride with him on the way back because I had told him I was running up there uh, a few months afterwards, and and we met up um, at the uh, the Howling Hound. Um, actually, we I mean we met a few days met up a few days before I ran into you there, but um, um, so we headed back from there. So I I had been out of town for at least three months. I mean, from today going backwards. Um, I, I'm not familiar with exactly, uh, it's the red hand, um, Toblin caught me up last night. Uh, it appears to be something that, um, Albrecht, um, who is a dear friend of mine, I've worked with him for years, has established, but I, I'll be honest, I don't exactly know the reason. Knowing Albrecht, he's very bright, um, he probably sent some need to establish some form of authority in town, um, to keep order and to slowly introduce the concept uh, of authority in a town that wasn't based in Rasfidal. Um, I, I actually work for the, the Rasfidalian government and um, my job is to help settle areas like this. And, and Albrecht and I have worked together in the past. Um, I, I have to say I've not known him to do anything like this before, but um, he's continually surprising on what he decides to do. Um, so um, I, I, I'm eager to meet up with him and find out what what it's all about. To be perfectly honest. Go ahead there... and roll an insight. Right. Um, wait, who, I have a very high insight. Oh, so should I be the one who does that? You, you, we'll, we always let no more than two rolls so you can each roll. All right. All right. Ooh. 17 for me. 23 for me. 23. All right. Um, you sense that he's um, seems to be largely telling the truth. He doesn't seem to be holding anything back. Um, Rocky can kind of guess he's um, not giving the entire story, but not in a deceptive way. Just it's probably a long story. And he's trying to readers digest it for everyone just to kind of get the parts that matter. But he does. He does seem to be forthright. You don't um, you don't think that he really knows what the the red hand is, and and I I, I don't mean to sound insensitive at all. You know I, I absolutely trust that you know what you're doing and such. But do you, you, you it seems like you may not know Alberact very well. Do you know if he's very trustworthy? And and the only reason I ask is um, I've heard some possible misgivings of of people around town um, of potential things that may not be. Uh, forthright or good um and i just i just want to make sure that that you have you know everything and yeah well um i again i've worked with him for for uh, decades on, on and off i've always found him to be highly trustworthy um and as far as um things in town you know you have to understand the task that i am asked to do is quite difficult um imagine that you were part of an independent town like fen um, inside of another country, but you've sort of distanced yourself from them. When that country steps in and says, hey, we need to integrate you, there's a lot of resistance. Uh, um, a lot of people that seem like regular townsfolk now become very uh, angered and, and can spread lies and rumors. Um, I'm not saying that... Um, uh, I'm not saying I can always blame them. I understand their perspective. I found the best way to sort of build this is to build trust um, and, and, and allegiance and explain what the benefits are of coming under the banner of Rasfidal. 
especially with um, the dangers that uh, um, are coming up out of um, out of the South. Um, it's um, you know countries go to war and change alliances all the time, and and this part of uh, Rasvidal is probably the most dangerous. But uh, you know, uh, uh, people don't always see that. They don't understand. They don't have the information that I have working for the government. Um, so it doesn't surprise me that some people are uh, have some animosity to anything that might be done to sort of bring uh, Fend under control. But um, uh, again, I've been gone for three months, so I, I'm a little hazy on any specifics that you might be talking about. Well, there, there's, there's one thing I, I don't quite understand yet. What what interest would the Rosvedalian government have uh, in taking control of Fend? What, what, what does Fend have that Rosvedal wants. Mm. I'm not. Um, roll a persuasion check. Fifteen. Um, he he says. Um, uh, it's a good question. Um, a lot of it is location. Um, you know, we are in the boundaries of Rasvidal. It's not, we're not going into another country. Um, and with the, uh, the dangers, um, growing out of the, um, of the South, um, this is, um, uh, this whole strip along the bottom connects, uh, the shore, the Eastern shore of Rasvidal with, uh, the, the Great Vale, um, and if this expanse were to fall into the wrong hands under control of maybe an enemy country, um, that would put us at a distinct strategic disadvantage. So being able to have the support of the locals and if necessary, God, God hope it's not, but if necessary to be able to bring in um, the military to help defend this area and not have to fight internally as well would be key to protecting all the citizens of Rasvidal. So, um, it's a geopolitical game. Do I believe him? Roll an inside check. Seventeen. You um you think his answer's pretty thorough. And doesn't seem to be hiding anything. You almost kind of felt like you were talking to a professor for a minute there. Um but he does seem forthright. He's not hiding anything, but you okay. can tell. Corin, did you visit um, the? Maybe forgot the name of it. The temple. Did you visit the temple in town? Uh, I visited the the shrine, shrine of luck. Of luck. Um, the shrine of luck. Yes, you did. So, did you see anything in there that was odd? Well, I anything did. Out of the ordinary. I I did uh, talk to uh, the shrine's keeper, um, and she's the one who uh, it, uh, sister. Um, <laughs> I know I have her name. Uh, is this Sister Geral? Geral, I believe. Mm, close enough. Um, yeah, Sister Garael. 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 That's right. Um, and uh, she's the one who actually uh, gave us the potential quest of going to uh, give this silver comb to the Banshee. Um, so. Okay. Interesting. Um, Are you guys feeling like there's something possibly here? in Fend or, or something. Here's, here's what I think. I'm actually, guys, I'm, I'm very convinced at this point we need to go and find out what the town master knows. We need to do that. I, I, I'm all in. 
I do agree with that. Um, and and uh, Sildar, that that was great information. I really we really appreciate it. I know being in the government, it's uh, very important to to have the right answers, but also to be truthful. Um, so uh, everything you said was was very helpful for us because we we do want to make sure we find Gundren and and help the townsfolk as much as possible. Um, uh, actually, I, I will be right back. Uh, Rocky, can you come help me for a second? I want to get everybody drinks. I don't want to uh, disturb Toblin and whatnot. I'll just go to the bar and we can just bring the drinks back. Um, sure thing. Sure thing. Happy to. Seems sneaky. I'm just saying, it seems a little sneaky. Okay. <laughs> so you guys go to the bar and uh, ask the barkeep if you can grab some stuff, I'm assuming. But yeah, uh, I think you have ulterior motives. Uh, as always. Um, hey. Rocky, I, I really believe Sildar here. I, I don't think he's. Uh, I think if anything, Alberact is being deceptive, um, and that makes me even more curious about what's going on in that manner. Um, I also agree. Uh, I think uh, I, I absolutely agree with Condra, which is strange to say, um, <laughs> that uh, we do need to talk to the owner of the tavern. But I think I think we have an opportunity to ask. Um, Sildar to convince Alberact and his team to come to that performance that I was recommending so we can get that information. Maybe we can do both. Maybe we can do that tonight um, and uh, talk to the uh, uh, what's his name? I'm already forgetting. Um, uh, yeah, to, to Farben. To Farben. Um, and figure out what he knows, and then figure out what the best course of action is um, in terms of the Banshee, or go north, or what have you. Um, what do you think? I think it's a good idea. All right. uh, I, I do think that uh, taking on a Banshee might be very, uh, could be devastating, so I would like to try the other things first. You know? do, do you think the others would agree? I want to tell them, but I don't want to obviously let Sildar know in, on a, in our plan. Like, I don't want to just say, hey, this is what we're doing, and then not have everyone's input. But do you think you can tell the others, maybe through whispers, while we have just regular uh, discourse throughout the meal? I can try, but uh, you know, I don't know what the, what the other people are going to hear and what the, the, they're not going to hear. Yeah. All right. You guys look over your shoulder just as Toblin is having some firm words with uh, Pele. And Pele is sheepishly taking butter back out of his pocket and putting it on the table. I tried to have him steal it. I rolled a natural one. So this is what he gets. Shame. Put that back. Huh? Put, Pele, put that back. Put that back and do not take out Lucky. I just thought it'd be handy. You never know when butter would be important. Um, um, okay. And then we'll get the drinks and bring it back. All right. Um, All right. So uh, Sildar's like, thank you so much for if George your company this morning. I have got a couple of errands myself. I've got to run next door to uh, talk to Farben and um, a couple of other things. So if you don't mind, uh, good morning. Have a, a wonderful day. You too. We um, might see you there. I, we're going to be talking to Farben as well, I think. Absolutely. Sounds great. He gets up from the table. He walks out the front door. I... Like. One of us go with him. He has a good relationship with the town master, doesn't it? Doesn't it seem silly not to like tag along? I, I actually. Go, go ahead. I, I, I was. Gonna...
can go, but if you want to go. Well, I was gonna, I, I actually agree with that, but I wanted to ask everyone here and give him. I'm done with this. I'm following him over there. I'm sorry, that's what Pele would do. <laughs> Pele gets up and he walks out the door behind someone. Okay, all right, good. Um, I, I, I just wanted to give him a beat uh, for a second, but I think we can do two things. I was, that's what I was talking to Rocky, but this is fortunate that Sildar actually just left. Um, but I think we have an opportunity here to get Sil Sildar to convince Alberac to have the uh, red hand come for a celebratory whatever we want to call it um, in honor of them and and also have people like Pele and whoever else is kind of sneaky go in and find out what, why they're here. And we should also, Condra, I think your idea was brilliant, go over <laughs> to um, Farbin and talk to him. And we can do that now with Sildar um, so Sildar can give us a good word. So totally what do we think? Totally get what you're saying, Zancorin, and I accept. I will sing at your celebration. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I'm I'm one of the most stealthy. Obviously, the monk should come, and uh, God help me for saying this, but we should also bring uh, Pele. I, I think that's a good idea. I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm very stealthy myself, but obviously someone needs to entertain. Um, Did Pele already go, though? Did he already oh, see yeah, he, he walked him? out the door. Totally. Okay, good. I say we should... Uh, go after Pele, make sure he doesn't screw anything up. Um, and... Exactly. No, 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 we're gonna screw it up, because Pele's really sneaky. Let him go, let him be sneaky and he's find going, out what's going on. He's going over to the town master, he's gonna farb it. Is he gonna be, wait, so is he gonna be sneaky about it, or is he going to... No. You have no idea, yeah. he already left. Yeah, it's broad just, daylight. He just he's just going over, he's just following still. Yeah. yeah. He, he will screw it up. Yes, so let's go, um, and I will... The monk doesn't say much, but here. Um, but I, I think uh, I'll tell Sildar that we're going to do a celebratory thing for the Red Hand and see if we can convince him, and let's go talk to the town master. Um, good? All right. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Um, I would like to, before we walk out, I'm going to give one final... I don't know how many, how many people are in the are in the inn right now. Uh, just really the people who spent the night there and not even a whole lot of them there's a couple over in the corner um a little halfling couple that uh, are just chatting with each other sort of middle-aged curly hair you know okay i'm gonna young. do one last well, i'm gonna give one last college try so i stand up and i say to the whole place does anyone know where cragmaw is not not the the myth does anyone know where cragmaw is i'll i'll, I'll give you this this halfling <laughs> If you tell me where Cragmaw is, I walk out. I just walk out. Go ahead and roll a uh, persuasion check. Halflings simply eat too much. 16. 16. Um, the uh, couple in the corner sort of looks up at you a little bit, and then they um, just sort of kind of turn their backs a bit and <laughs> act like you're a little bit of a, a, an annoyance and yeah. goes back to enjoying their breakfast. Cool. Um, so kind of gives right, you cool. that look like, hmm, don't trust them. Well, I'm very unfazed because I don't give two craps when anyone thinks about me. So. I don't I don't think the actual Mandy does either. <laughs> no, no, not at all. No. When you're this short, okay, or as tall as Condra, you don't care. Yeah. Um, 
All right, so uh, before I leave, I uh, go up to Elsa and I whisper. Uh, Elsa's not. Elsa's not there. She's. Oh, Elsa's gone. No. no. Oh, yeah, okay. she's knocked no. out. Uh, presumably went to wherever she lives. Who knows? Fine. Um, well, before she left, I, I definitely um, gave her a sweet kiss goodbye. Um, I hope. But uh, anyway, I follow everybody out. Perfect. All right. So uh, as you guys come outside, you don't see anyone because you took so gosh darn long to figure out what you guys were going to do. So uh, the, the courtyard in front uh, in Fend is, um, uh, or the town square is empty. Uh, you do see some people milling about, but not Sildar and um, um, uh, Pele. Uh, but it does look as though the town master's hall is open uh, across the way. Um, so uh, you guys can head there. I start heading there. All right, so uh, you get there, you open the door, ding, ding, you go inside. Um, it's like got wide planked hardwood floors and it's almost like a bank in that it's got a center area with a whole bunch of seats lined up and a desk at the, like a uh, counters all the way around, but none of them are open. There's just like one counter where uh, you can recognize Farvin that's there. And um, he's currently talking with uh, Sildar and um you you look around for pele and um pele is just sitting kind of in the back pretending to be stealthy but there's no real place to hide so he's just watching um as, as you guys uh come into the place and um farbin is in a conversation with um um sildar and just as you come in you see this paper bird um flutter pretty quickly over your shoulders in through the door um, and it lands um, up against the the uh, counter where Sildar is talking and as it hits the counter it, it bangs into the counter above and falls down in um, his lap and uh, right in front of him you see Sildar you know kind of as surprised gra opens it and picks it up and he says a few words and slides it across the table too the counter to uh, Farvin, who looks at it and goes and off and gets some paperwork and starts to fill some stuff out, and um, and that's it. And then he he um, uh, turns around and starts walking back out towards you guys. Oh, I see you. You've made it. Good news. Um, I was able to get a reward uh, authorized for finding Gundren. Um, uh, um, Rasvidal is willing to pay. 500 gold pieces to anyone that can rescue him. Um, Farben has got all the details, um, so uh, you may want to ask him uh, about how that's going to roll out, but um, uh, if that's something that um, you guys want to take up, um, um, feel free. That would be fantastic. I'm, I'm going to do some research and see if I can find if his brothers have made it to town. Maybe get some uh, input from them. So uh, I'll see you. I'll see you later. Absolutely. Uh, just one one other thing, actually, Sildar. Yes. Um, seeing that you were uh, you're good friends with Albrecht, um, and you know me being a bard, I thought one we could kind of help each other out here. Um, and one way that we help each other, or I think, is a great way to bring people together is through celebra celebration. Um, so I thought, why not have a kind of huge celebration of you know performance and maybe a feast with the red hand and the townsfolk. i'm sorry what what are we celebrating uh the red hand and the townsfolk just kind of coming together um and you could convince albrecht and um his you know his red hand to to come to the tavern whichever one um and i can you know do some performances i can make some some i i make a killer a killer ale i would say um 
Roll a persuasion check. Okay, okay. Uh, 19. 19, okay. Um, Sildar is like, well, um, really don't have time to think this completely through, um, but for starters, um, I told you I don't really know exactly who the Red Hand is. Um, I've been told Sildar, they're working with Sildar. Um, Sildar, when I left, was staying at the Inn of the Southern Wood, um, but now I'm not certain where he's staying. Uh, so I can't even talk to him. So I've got to do a little bit of hunting about to find out um, where he is um, so I can have a conversation with him. Um, I, granted, I just got in last night, so I haven't had much of a chance, but um, um, I, I was planning to go ask around with a couple of merchants and see if it, maybe he's talked to uh, Enamart over at, uh, at Barthens or, um, you know, uh, Tura over at uh, Lion Shield. Um, just you know, try to figure out what's been going on in my, in 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 my leave to to find out uh, yeah, what's happening. Yeah. So, um, they sound like a great idea. Maybe maybe we could catch up tonight. Um, if you're are, are you still staying a a night uh, another night next night at the end of the Southern Wood? Because uh, obviously I, I I live there, so uh, perhaps we can talk tonight. Yeah, I, I think we're, we're excellent, excellent. We're, All right. We're thinking of different uh, uh, things to do, like trying to find where Cragma is, and um, I know uh, uh, sister, um, uh, the sister at the shrine. Ah, yes, the unlucky one. Uh, <laughs> uh, she she requested uh, some assistance uh, of us, so uh, we might uh, see if we can assist her. Um, All right, just try excellent. to help the people out. But yes, I, I would love. Well, that. there's always there's always a list of. Um, Odd jobs uh, that uh, Farben manages for the town. So if anyone has something that needs to be done, uh, he manages um, uh, organizing people, uh, getting them signed up, getting them paid if successful, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So um, you talk to him, and um, he can fill you in on any other details, any other um, uh, challenges that the city is helping that somebody has offered up some coin to solve. So yeah, and uh, best of luck, and I, I will talk to you guys this evening. And can you just shout out at Farben that we're cool? Because uh, we ran into him. He he seemed pretty uh, flustered last night, and I just have want to make you, sure. Have you met Farben? Um, I briefly for yeah. But does does he strike you as the person who thinks anyone is cool? Good point. Enough said. Good luck. Talk to you later. Thank you. And he he heads off. Um, I guess uh, off to Farben then. Uh, find out what's going on all right so uh you guys head up to the counter i'm assuming uh yeah all right so uh you head up to the counter um you you uh don't quite see him and then he comes up and looks at you and he's like um you'll need to take a number and you see off to the side there's a little stack of numbers it's currently uh on number two so i take up a number all right. And I hand it to Zancorin. I grab the number and show it to him. And, and one second. And he uh, walks around uh, the corner to sort of the center of the counter in the back. And then you see that he's stepped up on a stool and he yells out as loud as he possibly can. Number two. And he comes back down and takes his place behind the counter. I walk up. Hand him over yes, can I help you? Hi, uh, we're uh, new in town. Uh, I love the town, actually. I think you're doing an excellent job. Um, and uh, we heard that you had some lists of tax tasks that uh, could be uh, 
done. Yes, yes, we keep the town work board that you're able to uh, perhaps take some uh, tasks from, uh, and uh, generally there is a party, perhaps the city itself or individuals in town who will compensate you for it. Um, the first, I have not written it down yet uh, on the board, but uh, um, apparently there is a gentleman missing named Gundrin Rockseeker uh, at a place called the Cragmaw. Um, not certain where that is, but uh, they're offering a hefty 500 gold pieces, which is the most we've ever offered. Um, there are also orcs on the Fend Trail. They're stopping our expansion of the trail, and we need somebody to get rid of those. Uh, we will pay a hundred gold pieces for that. Um, and then there have been reports of the undead stalking some ruins on the other direction towards Fing, uh, on the Fend Trail. Any of those, uh, you are welcome to. Uh, pick up and take the challenge on. I can walk you through the process if you would like. As he's talking, I I, I nudge Pele in the side really hard because I assume he's laughing under his breath very totally. loud. I can hear him. I can hear him on chat. So, yeah. And that's a view to defeat, that's for sure. I'm, I'm up for all of those things. I, I would agree. I think those those things are needing to be done. Um, and, and you said you don't know where the Kragmaw is. Do you know who might know, or do you know anyone who has history of, or the most history, or books that might serve that purpose of where this Kragmaw might be? I knew that. Right. What about this druid? Do you know where this druid is? I am not certain who you were talking about. You will have to use something more than pronouns. What's his name? <laughs> What's his name? Uh, to, uh, I do Lachlan. not know who you were talking about. Uh, yeah, Lachlan? Lachlan. I do not know a Lachlan. Alright. I can check the registry to see if a Lachlan is registered. Uh, no, that... It'll take, it will take but an hour. That That is fine, thank you. Um, and then... Did we have any other questions for... So what is the process if we're going to take on any of these jobs? Well, you have to sign a contract in order to perform the services. All services are paid upon completion, and um, you will have to fill out this form in a card duplicate. Uh, so we have a copy, one for you, one for the town, one for the finance office, and one for the archives. Uh, there are, let's see, six of you, so you will need to make 24 copies. Alternatively, you can organize as a DBA and uh, use an assumed name and only fill it out once. Um, do you guys operate as a business unit? Uh, you could say that. What is this it? is really tiring. I, I think it's uh, time to cast this. Might I ask you what your name is? And I will write it down in this form. I, I, one, one second. Um, I think we're trying, we should come up with a a group name, guys. What are we called? Delve the Avengers. We're, how about, I mean, I like. Hold on, that's legal on the phone. Let me get that. Sapphires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Sapphires are cool. Uh, how about the Super Six? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you know what? Super uh, while y'all are talking about names for our group here, 
Um, so hi. Hi. My name is Condra. It's really nice to meet you. It's I nice to meet you. Yeah. Hey. So, um, lots of questions for you. So, so many questions. Um, first of all, if you don't know who uh, Gundren is, why would you be offering the most money you've ever offered any for anyone before? Why? Why would you do that? Uh, that gentleman that just left, Mr. Halwinter, Lord Halwinter, works for the government, and he apparently just received a communique from the government of Rasfidel authorizing that the, uh, the the government would pay a 500 gold piece reward. So I would not pay that, nor would the city, since I really don't know who he is. But for some reason, he has been deemed an important person. So don't know why. No idea why. I or have no idea. I have no idea why. You might perhaps ask Sildar. My job is to process the paperwork and make the posting valid for contractual reasons. Yeah, our job is to get them money. Let's get it. Let's get the dwarf and the cash. Well, I can get you uh, some information on all of them. Uh, we'll see orcs, like I said, are on the way back to the coast road. That's at least where they've been marauding. Um, what else did I mention? Um, yeah, uh, obviously, uh, Guntar. Um, and then the uh, haunted ruins, I suppose suppose are on the other haunted direction um, dead haunting the ruins oh um well let me look at it let's see it says um let's see disturbing me seven prospectors mm -hmm. um, reported being chased funny uh, undead you know, in your two-day march mm -hmm. yep find out what they're up to yeah watchtower magical empire probably almara most likely um, and that um, they are not offering uh, any money, but uh, they do believe that there are some treasures out there. I'm sorry, can you just repeat what you just said just one more time? Just oh yeah, okay. Uh, the prospectors uh, chased from the uh, undead, uh, two-day walk, um, right now, mm -hmm. uh, up to uh, old watchtower. Um, watchtower. Magical empire. Uh, Magical uh, empire. Probably Amara. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is um, pretty much what I said. Amara. Is it from here? Elmara? Yes, uh, it's Mara. the country south of us. Well, there's several countries actually, depending on which direction you're facing, but it is the one closest to the coast and immediately adjacent to where we are now. Apparently, they're rather perturbed at our government. Um, I... Why? Interesting. Why? I don't know. I'm just the town master. I handle the paperwork. So. I think, um, I don't know about you, uh, to everyone, um, but I'm kind of interested in that, those watchtower ruins. Um, I, I don't recall where Sister, uh, Geral, uh, Geral, I always forget her name. Um, Gerael. Gerael. I have to change that gear. It's kind of think Superman type name. Yeah. Yeah. Superman is a uh, property of DC Comics. <laughs> Used without permission, but not in such a way as to infringe on what they're talking about. Um, Sister Gerael, uh, said that there was ban uh, her quest for, for the Banshee. I, I don't recall where that was, um, but we could go ask her. Maybe it's the same place or it's near, um, but... Do you think the, the undead could be a Banshee? Or, or at least it's, yeah. it's ruins, um, so maybe if it's not Kragmaw, which I doubt, but it might have some kind of, you know something that 
will let us, you know, lead us to the right uh, location. Because if it's a ruin, then it's old. If it's old, it might have. You know, the the something something. It, it could be a clue. That's the word I was thinking, and I just couldn't remember it. Thank you, Tatiana. Wait, something something or clue. The clue. Ah, got it. Uh, a clue of some sort that could lead us to Kragma. Well, we should name our group the Legion of Lightstorm People. I was considering Zancorn's uh, Legion, actually. Yeah, that's not going to work for me. <clears throat> okay, so Tatiana so. Lightstorm Legion. You guys um, are having a Legion. very difficult time moving through the paperwork. We do offer a weekly community clinic on handling all the forms available at the town master's hall. It's at 7 o'clock p.m. every Thursday. That sounds riveting, but I'll pass. Thanks. It really is. You know, bureaucracy is the engine of civilization. That's that's great. Zancorn, can you just can you just handle the paperwork, please? Sure. This, right? uh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, cool. So, hmm. Hey, again. Hi. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Are you a good guy or a bad guy? What would you like to consider yourself? Uh, I'm not really sure what you're up to. Should you be rolling some sort of persuasion check? I don't know. Uh, okay, He'll, let's, yeah. Uh, Tempting to use my charm. I, um, I, I've never really considered it. I suppose uh, following the letter of the law seems like a good thing to me, so I suppose I would be a good person. Oh, sweet. That's good. Do you know who these red hand people are? Yes, they were hired by Albrecht Rikor to um, help bring uh, order and civilization to the town and make sure we don't run into any uh, troubles from invading people or um, from uh, people inside the town that may be up to no good. Wow, that sounds really important. But, you know, being the town master, you should probably know what uh, people are up to no good. Is there anybody in particular you're concerned about? Well, we don't have a police force. That's why when Albrecht recommended this arrangement, I thought it would work re really well. Oh. Are you having problems before? Well, being prudent is pretty smart. You know, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Oh, that's, that's nice. Actually, uh, that, say, uh, saying that, um, Condra, I, I don't remember the person's name, but I remember overhearing um, somebody missing. Do, do you remember who that was? I, I, do, you, do you know anything? Of course, anything? Condra remembers it. But... Condra does, because Condra is so darn smart. Mandy does not remember it. DM, can you please help Mandy? Uh, Mandy recalls oh, that, um, Andra, yeah. an old Dendrar, um, has disappeared. And actually no one has seen his, uh, family for the last couple of days, but that's not unusual. They kind of live on the outskirts of town. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Corrin, it was, uh, it was El Dendrar. He hasn't been seen for a couple of days, him and his family. Um, uh, so, uh, Farben... Uh, do yeah. you know anything about uh, El Dendrar or where is El Dendrar? The, yeah, the... I can. Um, yes, he's a citizen in town. I believe he's a local woodcarver. Carves wood for a living. Okay, and does excellent work. Have you heard where he might be, or or where where he lives, and where where 
he's gone? Well, I mean, he lives on the outskirts of town, but um, I have not heard much about him. I really don't get around too much socializing with the citizens. I generally work my job and go home and sit down in front of a nice glass of port. Okay, guys, we're in the town master's office right now, right? Yeah. All right. All right. Yes. I'm going to turn to everybody. Wait, are you talking to me? Or are I'm you talking. talking I'm just, that was like a side note. So, oh, I'm sorry. We're I back. Just, okay, um, I'm just, I'll, I'll just go about my business. Call me if you need me. And he so starts wandering around, around working with paperwork. Kind of getting everybody in. Guys. Should we? Can someone distract him? And then I'll go back there and see what I can find. See if he's lying. See if there's anything that he's not telling us. And just see, just rifle through some stuff. But someone needs to distract him. I don't... I, how good are you at sneaking around? I, I, not to say that I don't think you're not good, but if someone yeah. should go around sneaking it should probably be someone who's good at sneaking who's best at sneaking pele pele i am the best at sneaking around what do you want me to find okay zancorin can you help me distract him so that pele can go sneak around what is he looking for i don't i don't know i don't anything, think farben anything. has anything he just is a paperwork pusher yeah, but the paperwork should say something. There's some, there should be something in the paperwork about something. I think the only paperwork that matters is the, the Red Hands paperwork. And that's the one that- Where is that? At the manor, which is why I want to do the- Okay, fine, 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 fine. But if we miss something here, it's on you. Absolutely, I agree. Um, but I think, what do you guys think about uh, going to to the wa the Watchtower? Um, I think that might be the best place to start or, or the Banshee, one of those two, I think would be the best. Is there uh, bait on the banshee that we can ask the banshee? I mean, it's, it's a dangerous creature. I think you really we should take on some other things first. Get some more experience. That that that's not a bad idea either. I I think the goal is to convince the banshee, and once we convince the banshee to kill it, so we do need that experience to make sure we're ready for it. Um, but I do think doing the Watchtower might just be the best option um, because it sounds like it's going to take a day or two for Sildar to convince Alvarak to hold this festival. Um, uh, I mean, the other option is go for the Orcs, but to me, that's just something that is going to be nice to, to do at a later point. Um, well, but the Orcs might be in league with the Goblins. They might know where the Fragmaw is. That is a good point. I didn't consider that. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I, I'm. I was. I like to take out uh, the the orcs. That would be my choice. But I do want to find out what's going on in that keep. So once the we orcs seem like a side quest, y'all. Like that's just that's gonna distract oh, us. Man, I think we you, need to get to the watchtower. But I oh, do, you never know. Rocky has a good point because the goblins and goblins typically. Al uh, uh, align themselves with orcs and if they took uh, if they took Gundren the orcs might know but then if they didn't and the orcs are just doing their own thing we can always just go to the watchtower um, as well to look for a clue um, but we can interrogate we just need to keep someone alive this time that actually knows information so we have to try to figure that out um I don't know, you guys. Goblins and orcs are 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 not intelligent creatures. 
And so if 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 all of these people are not going, that. orcs are pretty intelligent. Orcs, orcs can be very goblins aren't, but orcs. Other can... stories, they're not. But <laughs> point being, if all of these humans and other people, you know, even even um, even my elf friend does not know where Kragma is, then why are some orcs going to know? I think we need to get to the watchtowers. What, 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 what are you what are you talking about? The evil ones are the ones who are going to Kragma. So they're not spreading it around unless somebody's got a knife against their throat. No, I, I, I really we need to take on things that we can take on. Well, we might be able to take on uh, undead skeletons and zombies if yeah, that's all. Plus, that I could use some money to get a little bit better armor because my armor is not very good. I need to get at least another fifty gold, get a chain shirt or something. Oh, no, I'm just kind of running around in the wind with the leather. I'd... Well, there's no reward for going to the ruins. There's... It's a two-day walk there. Yeah, I want, I want to kill some orcs. Get some cats. Uh, he did say uh, for old El for the old well, he had said that um, they're not offering any rewards, but there um, there's been a rumor that there's been magical items and other items that have been stashed up there, uh, but they don't know what's actually there. So, so many choices. It's a veritable cornucopia. Why don't death we, and destruction. Why don't ruins. we do this? I think, monkey think ruins. Why don't we go to the ruins first? Let's Did take the orcs. Did he just yeah, nod? He just nodded. Nod. No, he said ruins. Okay, ruins. I was just, oh, okay. Just check. Van Verd, Van Verd. Van Verd, he said. Yeah, let's okay. go ruin ourselves. Let's do the ruins first, then let's do the orcs. Um, and then from there we can see if we want to do the banshees. And we might have enough information between the two of them, or three of them, um, to figure out where Kragma is. Yeah, or oh, we could just go north in the forest and try to find the druid. That's uh, he was going. But that's that's another three, four days or longer. Um, we would have to travel because that's back to basically where we started. We're already yeah, here. As, as long as okay, let's then let's get someplace close. But I have no problem going through the forest. That's where I'm most comfortable. This is all a crapshoot, Tatiana. As my ally. <laughs> Tatiana's snap camming it. Go to the ruins. They're gonna be awesome. There are magical objects there. We will all be very, very happy. And if there aren't, hopefully none of us die doing it. Well, okay. if somebody dies, hopefully it's the right one. Yeah. Uh, I need to make a pit stop. <laughs> hopefully it's Pele. I do need to get some mistletoe. Um and I am not kissing you, Rocky. Not for kissing, for making good berries. What do you all think of, just as a quick aside, the Legion's Key? As a group name. Oh, what's the key got to do with it? We would be the key to unlocking good around the realm, um, and just making sure everything is good. I don't know, I'm just trying to come up with a name so we don't have to sign 24 different things. How about this, the Legion of Death to Evil? That just sounds lame. Um, How about we name our group Woomp, here we are. <laughs> I'm gonna call us the Fab Six. Five and Pele. Oh, five and Pele? Fab Five and Pele? Yeah, that's also good. 
five and pay later. I don't know. I'm trying to be a rogue and sneaky. You can't call the group after me. Everyone will know. How would I sneak? I did my best. The Fab Five and the Silent One. And then they won't know if they're talking about the monk or the rogue. What about the Stealthy Six? We're not all stealthy, but you know what? I like that. Let's do it. I see you guys have come to a decision. The Stealthy Six. Stealthy Six what? DBA. Oh, name. Oh, sure. Let me help fill this out, and I'll need each of your signatures on this. And you spend the next, like, five minutes signing your names to uh, four pieces of parchment, of which he gives you one of them. And it says, The Stealthy Six. When uh, I it. sign my name, though, I cross out The Stealthy Six, and I put the Fab Five and Pele. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll a slide of hand check. <laughs> I'm assuming you were the last person to sign. Are you invalidating all of our contracts yeah. by being... <laughs> nope. Just, I see She's what you're not. doing. Six. 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 That's a nat one. Six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you weren't so sneaky. And he's like, you know, if you make changes to the document, you have to all initial them. Would fine, you like, it's fine, it's fine. Would you like to just cross it out? Does anyone want to uh, acknowledge? And, yeah, it's uh, fine, it's fine. Okay. We're, we're keeping it. Yeah. Six, fine, we're fine. I'm, I'm, I'm signed, I kind of okay, walk away. Okay, I've got that. It's, okay, perfect. All right, well, if you were to uh, succeed in any of these, we would make sure that the stealthy six here gets, um, you know, uh, compensated for your efforts. Thank you. Best of luck to you all. Um... Thank you very much. I'll be here anytime if you need me between the hours of 9 to 5 with a break from 12 to 1 for lunch. Th thank you. Um, you and as I'm going, I tell Paley to pull a couple of numbers from the number uh, ticker. Oh, stealth check that one. Someone roll a 20-sided die. He's got a plus 5. Okay. Got it? Uh, I got it. It's done. What was it? Oh, there we go. I had to press the second button. 15 plus 15. 5. So 15 plus, plus 5 is 20. 20. A dirty 20. So he, he manages to peel off 3 through 7 and tuck him in his pocket. So he's feeling pretty good. And he also takes like that last one of 7 and slowly and, and that is it. You guys have left uh, the uh, the town master's hall with an idea of where you're going next. Um, and uh, you guys are out in the middle of town. And let us take a pit stop uh, for a few minutes, and we will see where we pick up. Hey, this is Dave Hampton, Dungeon Master for Legion D&D. &D. You can watch the show on Twitch, you know, and we're also on YouTube. Maybe not now, but by the time you, you're done listening to this, we'll probably be up on there as well. And uh, you can follow along and find out more about us on our Twitch channel and also head over to Legion M. Eventually, we're going to have stuff at their shop, so it's totally cool. Anyways, let's get back to the episode because we need something different. All right, you guys have left the Town Master's Hall, um, which I brought up the map so you guys can see it. Uh, you guys are are right here at the uh, at the town master's hall. This is where you came into town this way, uh, up by Barthens in the Shrine of Luck, uh, and then the Wandering Oak is way down at the uh, other end. You spent 
a decent amount of time, but it's still mid-morning um, in, in town. Um, anything else you want to do here? Or do you guys want to hit... Are you hitting the trail? What's the thought? I think we need to hit the trail. It's a two-day walk. Yeah, there. But we should make sure that we have all the supplies we need. All right. Uh, I want to find some mistletoe for a spell I want to cast. Guys, we gotta go. Let's, yeah, so let's... as you guys are as you guys are uh, discussing, um, and Condra's complaining, and uh, Rocky wants mistletoe. Um, you guys see coming fr down the road from Barthens, uh, a couple of the Red Hand, um, apparently on patrol. Um, one of them's got a spear, another one's you know got a sheathed a um, a sword and a crossbow behind them, and uh, they are walking through town. Uh, and you can tell they look—they look rather official, just you know, like they're trying to on patrol, keeping charge of everything. Um, one of them looks over at you and uh, just sort of eyes you up and down a little bit, and then kind of doesn't pay attention anymore as they continue through the square and down towards the direction of the Wandering Oak. Um, I think, uh, yeah, let's let's make sure we have all, all of our provisions and let's get on out of here. Rocky, if you want to go grab a mistletoe. I'm just going to stop by um, probably, it would be the lion's shield for like armor and weapons and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to grab uh, swing by the lion's shield to see if I can, if there's anything for me. I know a few of you have already gone there, so I'm just going to swing by very quickly and I'll catch up. Okay. And I'll just go to whatever the provisions were. Do I know where there would be mistletoe in town? I mean, it's kind of um, basic. You know, it's probably not something that's sold uh, uh, this time of year, um, but it, you know, it grows on trees, generally oak trees in the forest. Um, and it's pretty common. Okay. Uh, odds are, if you were looking for it before, you would have found it. It's just one of those things that, you know, most oak trees um, have mistletoe growing on them. What self-respecting ranger is going to buy mistletoe, David? Fine. I'm just trying to get things. I mean, I didn't want to say that, but <laughs> yeah, you got a good point. All right. So I'll, uh, I'll deal with it when we're in the forest. Okay. So uh, you guys, uh, who, who, whoever is choosing to do so, do so um, goes across the street to uh, the lion shield. Um, bang on the door. I mean, open the door. Ding, ding. And you hear from the background, you know. Thank you for coming into the lion coaster where we meet the community's needs. Oh, yes. oh, hi. It's, it's you. Hi. Hi. How are you? It's Tura Greywine from last night. Tura. Um, and what, what, what brings you in? Well, I was actually uh, looking for a chain shirt. Um, I figured you would have it. A, a what shirt? A chain shirt. Chain shirt, like a, like um, like armor. Yeah. Hmm. Let me see. Um, let me see what we've got. I don't have too much of that. Um, and goes uh, goes rumbling around the back and um, brings one out um it is clearly man-sized not hobbit size um uh but you can try it on if you want uh no that that's perfectly fine i actually just need it um uh, how much would it be um oh this uh a 50 gold 50 gold um yeah, yeah that, that sounds fair yeah uh, excellent um i do um all right let me um uh let me just ring you out here uh anything else no i think that's it for now all right. Uh, excellent. Um, 
Uh, I was wondering if I would ever sell this around here. So that's fantastic. Um, takes your 50 gold. So go ahead and mark that off. And you've got yourself a chain shirt. Perfect. And I go catch up with the others. Okay. A rather large trait. For you, it's more of a uh, chain dress. But okay. Thank you. <laughs> uh, am I caught up? Yep. You guys are all there in town. What, what else are you guys needing to do before you head out? Do we need any other rations? No. I think I think we're good with rations. I I think we yeah, can. Yeah, we are too. Out. I think we're gonna. So, quick question: Is yes. there? We have a two-day walk ahead of us. Yes. Is there any benefit to trying to find a horse and wagon to rent or to buy? for this trek and would it be any faster? Um, based on the trail that you had before, the trail kind of went in and out. Some places were a little better than others. Um, you remember somebody saying, uh, Edomart saying, um, Edomart saying that there was a, a wagon that made the run from Fing to Fen, which is exactly the path that you would be going. Um, so, you imagine the trail's a little bit better going that direction, so a number of horses would probably speed you up, but um, you know, where you're going to buy or rent horses or a cart is sort of unknown. What do you say, guys? Is it worth trying to find that, or should we just get a move on? Um, I mean, we could, but I think at this point it might just be fat. I don't know if this town will have enough horses to send us and you know i'm i'm good i'm good walking i i it's up to you guys but i, I i'm good walking i i I'm, i don't need i don't need i know i'm, I'm i don't need a one. horse all right let's I don't have money <laughs> all right is it is anyone needing if anyone needs to buy rations um we'll just look at how many rations you ha have and just assume that you can buy them for five silver apiece and you know load up on up to 10 of them and stack yourself up if you need to that way we don't waste time doing that um, and you guys are planning on heading out of town? Yeah. yeah. All right. Hey, Rocky. Um, let's... Yeah. I heard, uh, you were, uh, looking for a chain shirt. I was. Oh, well, uh, I just happened to have one, so, uh, here you go. Oh, you buddy, you gotta be kidding me, little guy. I had an extra one. I don't need it. kind of a dress on you, but, yeah. uh, I, I owe you one. This'll help out a lot. Sounds good. I'm and happy I, to hear that. And I quickly slide the chain shirt on. All right. So go ahead and add that to your equipment and change what you're wearing. That should adjust your armor class. Um, and just, you know, indicate that you are just, you know, have the other stuff since I'm not really keeping track of encumbrance too much. Usually if we are, if you end up with too much stuff, you just magically find a bag of holding and we can shove it all in there and not worry about it. Makes life easier. Okay. Um, so you are all geared up looking, um, chain shirted, which is good. Um, you did notice on the chain shirt, there's a little, um, in metal, there's a little blue lion in sort of the shape of the lion shield coster. You, it's kind of like their house brand that you bought. Hmm. Um, not the best manufacturing, but meets all the guidelines for a chain shirt. It will provide you the protection it promises. 
Um, it doesn't seem to actually change the, anything. Did you equip it? Yeah, I think so. What were you What were you wearing before? Uh, I was wearing um, studded leather. Um, well, let's see. A what were we looking for? The price of a chain shirt is a um, your thirteen plus your dex modifier. So it should be fifteen, unless you have anything else that's going to help out. What was your armor class before? It was plus three. Huh? My dex modifier is plus three. Okay, so you should be at a 16. Are you not at a 16? No. Uh, let me go look at your character real quick and see if you got this set up right. Oh, Chain Shirt has a max mo dex modifier of two. Ah, that would be it. Oh, so it's the same thing and it's heavier? Oh, what's the point? Uh, nothing really. It's, it's good for people who who wear medium uh chain studded leather is light armor which means i think it doesn't have a max i could be wrong on that studded leather is light armor yeah, yeah the chain shirt is medium yeah and medium has a max yeah. of two light has no max so right. there's actually no point in my yeah. having it just huh? slows me down uh you're proficient in medium armor so it won't slow you down any and it's not loud like chain mail so it's not going to cause any problems. You can you can use either one of them. Might as well hold on to one just in case you need to lend okay. one to someone else to borrow. Okay. So. Cool. Enchanted later on. So, um, let's just assume you guys hit the trail, and you're on yeah. your uh, you're on your merry way. So it's going to be a couple of days to get there. Um, and the Fen Trail is not as um, uh, is not as safe as some other places like the Coast Road, so um, we are uh, we're Fen trailing it. Um, but let me get a, a marching order for this part of the trip. Who's um, you don't have any uh, any horses or anything to deal with, so you're all all seven of you are walking. So um, who's in the front? Sort of keeping you have two people up front, Tatiana, and who else? I'll be up. And Rocky, all right. Condra, where are you? I'll be kind of in the middle, um, walking kind of behind Tatiana. Okay. Uh, and Zankoran and Pele, uh, uh, Rampuri? Uh, I'll go in the back. Okay. Is this appropriate uh, adventuring music? Well, for now, you're just on a sun dappled trail. Okay. So, you know, maybe other stuff will happen. Um, Rampuri is there with, uh, Pele. And who am I missing? Zankoran, where are you? Uh, I'll be, uh, probably in the, like, back as well. Uh, just kind of... Okay, you're it. just right behind Kondra. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you guys are, um, you know, moving through doing stuff. Let me, uh, grab myself a set of dice, and, uh, let's see what happens. Because you never can tell. It really is the more you roll, so I'm gonna roll. Ooh, I got a weird dice set. Six, okay. Um, all right. So you guys are um, making that journey, and just for expediency's sake, 
the day is relatively normal. You don't see uh, anything around. You haven't run into um, into anything. Um, but it's um, uh, relatively quiet. It's kind of pretty. It's overcast today. Um, you know, the rain, it's still moist. You know, like after a rain, the way that it feels, it's super humid still, a little bit chilly. And the overcast is just like an even light over everything. As you're walking, you do see some oak trees, Rocky. It's really easy for you to grab some mistletoe, uh, just reaching up your longsword and cutting some out of the tree so you can add that to your, your bag of things that you have. Um, and um, we can move ahead to uh, an evening uh, an evening check um, on, on what's going on, um, unless there's anything else you wanted to do just in the middle of the walk. No, all right cool so um the sun begins to um slowly drop a little bit and uh that sound effect was the weird dice that i've i've selected um for for what's happened um and and you guys um are um making progress the uh, sun's beginning to to set. You can't actually tell because you can't see the sun, but it is getting darker. That's a dead giveaway. Um, and uh, it's about time for you guys to set up camp at night. Um, so um, what do you guys do? You, you guys going to look for a place to stay? Yeah. I mean, it's so not an inn, just like a place to, off the side of the road. Let's try to find a mossy clearing, guys. Something, something comfortable. All right, go ahead and roll a, um, this is a perception check. See what you can find. Perception. Perception. Tatiana's going to roll for it. It's a wonderful town. Called Perception. What, what is that? A four. A four, okay. Um, you're not seeing any mossy openings that you can set up camp in. Um, it looks um, um, kind of a bunch of rocky terrain that's uh, around. There's a, a couple little spots where you can kind of tuck yourself in, but uh, it seems like a lot of the little flatter, nicer areas you passed like four miles ago, uh, and now it's just gotten a little bit more uh, stony and hilly. Um, so there's a bunch of, uh, of rocks and stuff that are around, but um, not, the, not the most comfortable um, there for you guys to do. Um, but you can set up camp, uh, if you want, um, you guys lighting a fire or are you, uh, not lighting a fire? Hey Rocky, what do you think? Uh, do you think it's safe to, to keep a fire going? And this is your, this is your neck of the, uh, woods, if you will. Well, uh, as a ranger, what, what would I do? What would I say? Um, you know, fires keep you warm. They uh, allow you to cook some stuff up if you want, but um, they also are a beacon. It's your choice on, on how dangerous you feel it be. It well, is. I explain that to the, all of them. Well, if you make a fire, you know that's kind of like a beacon to the monsters. If you guys can live without it, uh, I would suggest we do. Fire. No fire needed. We can curl up. So you guys are making a fire? warm tonight? Huh? Tatiana, want to keep me warm tonight? Oh. She's oh. got cold blood, just so you know. <laughs> I don't think you'll like my scaly uh, protrusions. <laughs> well, you never know. That's, that's a very good point. You never, like, you never know. Point. There's someone for everyone, right? 
But we set a guard. Um, All right. Um, I'll take first watch. So we're not doing a fire? No. Unless there's no fire. So we unless will anybody... each other. Say that again? Warm. It's so not that cold, is it? with each other to keep warm. It's not winter or anything, is it? No, it's spring. It's, it's not, not particular. I mean, it, it's still a little chilly at night, um, but it's, it's not horrible. That's there. Um, okay. Um, who's taking first watch? Condra? Anyone else? Uh, I'll, I'll hang out with Condra. All right. She's my gal. That's fitting. All right, are the rest of you guys laying uh, laying down by the fire or in, in little no, tents? No fire. Oh, you no fire. I'm sorry. Fire? Are you guys... Uh, I get so excited about fires. It's so homey. Um, Can we toast marshmallows on the fire? <laughs> well, there's no fire, I've been told. So that's not a possibility anymore. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. Um, so... Um, are you guys taking a um what what are you guys doing as far as um um make a perimeter what making a perimeter spreading yourselves out okay so i'm gonna use just sort of an old map that uh because i don't have a map for everything so we're just gonna use one uh that makes it work for us um and uh let me get this um going for us here um Second, whoops. Oh, not really what I wanted. Oh, it hates me. It loves you. Nope, it hates me. It totally hates me. I've added something to it and it won't let me grab it. Wow, it hates me. Select mode, grab item, nothing's working. Okay, let's try on this one. Wow, it does totally hate me, people. Well, that's just not fun at all. Well, we're just trying to sleep, so. Yeah, so you guys are, are sleeping. Roll a perception check, Condra uh, and Tatiana. Okay, okay. Perception. 19. 19. Tatiana? 12. 12. So, um, the night kind of marches on. You guys are half asleep, but keeping watch of what's going on. And um, middle of the night, you hear this rather large sound. <sighs> you hear some ruffling over in the woods to the right of your, your campsite. Can't quite see anything yet, but then again, you you, you hear this. <laughs> it's quiet for a minute. Do you hear that? I heard that. I heard that. Where where did it come from? An animal? Could be anything at this point. Should we wake up the others? Should we go check it out first? Yeah. Okay. Let's let's go let's go check it out. All right. So, 
you guys are it's sort of set up right let me see if i can get this zoomed in correctly you guys can see the screen right yep i know this cart's not here and i know we've used this before but you know deal with it um <laughs> so you two were um All right, so uh, Tatiana was sitting over here, and then you guys are, I'm just gonna like pretend you guys are sleeping in uh, these little spots uh, over here. I pitched my um, tent, so. Yes, yeah, I know I should have picked a nicer one. This looks pretty beat up for you, but we'll just we'll just swap you two so that you can have the nice tent, Zencorn. I, I know how you feel about it. We'll put you up there. It's got no patches. Obviously that's critical to you. Okay. So, um, where you got the noise that you heard, uh, seemed to come from the right side of the screen. You know, you're kind of surrounded by, uh, some shrubs and all, uh, but it is pretty dark. Um, and, and you can't see much further, not because it's dark, but because the shrubs kind of close in, uh, you know, and, and shield anything that might be in the background. Um, but since you're out investigating, go ahead and roll a, um, Another uh, perce uh, perception check. Um, since I'm in my f favorite environment, is there a chance I woke up at this sound? No. You are unconscious and asleep. They didn't bother to wake anyone, so they're on their own here. 19. Seven. 19 and a seven. All right. Um, you guys here a little bit more rooting around. Um, a little bit further away, you hear this, <laughs> and suddenly barreling out of the woods is this giant creature um, headed straight for you guys. Let me move you guys out to sort of the area that, that you guys were at. Um, and you guys are hunting around, and, and probably around... 25, 30 feet away, you hear this galloping sound of something, but you don't know what it is yet. You can definitely tell the direction. The um, the direction is, is off this way, but it's, it's all shrouded with shrubbery there. It's overcast night. There's not a lot of light. Maybe the moon's up, maybe not, but it is quite dark. You've got night vision, uh, Kondra. Tatiana, you don't have night vision, so you're at total loss of what's going on. And then... Um, tearing around the corner from um, where you are is, uh, and just entering into view is, I know that looks rather small, but it's a giant owl bear. It owl looks bear. like it's half owl and half bear. Is it a bowel? It is a bowel, <laughs> yeah. That, that was the traditional name, just bowel, but then they switched it so it wouldn't make fun of it. It is an owl bear that is um, charging towards you. So let's have everyone roll initiative. You mean everyone as in the two of them? Everyone. No, everyone should roll because you're probably not sleeping through it. You're probably going to get up and get involved. All right, here we go. My initiative has been rolled. There, a little bit better music for us now. Um, 
Let me roll for our fine friend. Oh, perfect. Hold on, let me get Pele up here. I'm loading up Pele's screen and rolling his initiative. Bless you. Bless you. Nat, nat one. Isn't that the second nat really? one that you've rolled him? I've rolled twice for Pele and two nat ones. <laughs> so, way to go, big guy. You're on a roll. Uh, um, I don't know why I have this over here and that over there. I've really sort of messed this up, but that's fine. I'll just close that and move this over. Um, all right, let's get... Let me move some things around real quick so I can see them. Let's get um, initiative going here. So... Zero to five. I've got zero to five. I just rolled a four. Okay, thanks for sharing, uh, Pele. Five to ten. Wow, ten to fifteen. Twelve. Thirteen. Twelve, Sancor, and thirteen. Fifteen to twenty. What'd you get? Fourteen. Fourteen. Nineteen. Nice. And then, I don't know why that thing's there, but okay, then I will roll initiative there. And we shall start. You guys can see the screen, right? You guys yeah. are set? Yeah. So okay. Sad. Sorry, gotta pull this out. I had this organized and then I blew it all. Okay, Rampuri. Um, you are asleep but you waken to the sound of um of this you cannot be surprised uh by anything that attacks you in the night so you are not surprised on this you have your full turn even if i'm asleep uh it made a loud noise and woke you up so okay. i'm gonna say if it snuck up you probably wouldn't have heard it but since it made a loud noise um your instincts are fast enough that you you are not surprised all so. right So, um, too far away, really, to kind of, uh, see anything. Um, so I will get up and I'd like to move, uh, I'll move, uh, one, two, three, I guess, four spaces. So I'm with the two of them there. Like right, like right next to him? Uh, actually, I'd like to stand in front of, um, Andre. Okay. All right. So you, you get up, that, that takes... Supposed to take half your movement, isn't it? But that seems ridiculous. It takes like 10 feet of your movement. And then you got 30 feet left, so you don't have a problem of getting there. Well, um, I've got 50 feet. 50 feet uh, yeah, yeah. So you've got plenty to get to this point. Um, so you're staying there. You could actually run. A, each square is uh, five feet. So you do. Yeah. You, so you could make it further, but owl bears are really dangerous. I'm not sure what you're doing. Describe this. Uh, so do I know what this is? Do I have any clue other than it's just this big piece that looks like a half owl, half bear? Um, roll a, a roll an intelligence check. Which one is? I'm sorry. It's just a straight intelligence check at the top. It's largely I picked that because I. Sorry. What was it? Oh, whopping four. Whopping four. I'm not what? the brightest. Uh, 
What you see is what you could really describe as a bear with a giant owl head. Um, it's really hard to read a bird's expression because they really don't have one. But uh, based on the pace that it is attacking people, you're fairly sure it's not happy or okay. hungry. Okay. Yeah. Um, and and is it coming like straight inwards, like straight towards um, uh, Condra and I? Uh, yeah, it had made it to this point, and this is where it stopped, but it is in process of moving, so it's, it is definitely it's toward headed towards the two of you, yeah, or the three of you now, yep. Gotcha. All right, so, um, I will, uh, I'm gonna take two more steps towards it and, uh, engage it heartily with my stick. All right. Go ahead and, uh, roll an attack roll. What was his initiative? 20. 20. Mm. Yeah. Um, so on your, uh, you're using a single hand, single hand attack, I'm assuming. So you can still do your second hit or are you using a double? Um, I'm sorry, remind me one more time. Um, on your board, you can always use your stick as like a single hand, which prevents you from then using your second, um, uh, unarmed strike, uh, but it does more damage, or you can uh, do two, you can do a stick and an unarmed strike. Yeah, I'll go ahead and do it and do it one armed. Okay, so uh, what did you roll? Uh, seven. All right, so you crack down uh, on top across of its beak and your stick just sort of bounces off its beak. This thing is beefy. This thing's a, a, a heck of a beast. You didn't do any damage though. Go ahead and roll your unarmed strike. All right, I'm gonna hit it with the fist. <clears throat> and that gets me a whopping nine. A nine. Fire. You reach through and jab to where you're, you're hoping is like some sort of soft tissue. And you do hit him, but you feel nothing but fur and then muscle that's underneath there. Unable to find a, a weakness in his hide yet and being unfamiliar with the owlbear's form. Your first two strikes don't do anything. All right. You have, um, you could do a key point or you can hold or what do you want to do? I'm not going to spend a key point. Um, I mean, the only thing I'm, am I kind of impeding it uh, as far as uh, hitting Condra? Yeah, it's gonna, if it tries to go around you at this point, you're going to get an opportunity attack. So that's good. Yeah, I'm um, just gonna stand my ground. Okay. Rocky, you're next. Well, uh, I hear something. I've got my bow right next to me. I just immediately notch an arrow and try to sight and shoot. All right, so um, you are more surprised of it because you don't have his keen monk skills. So what we're gonna let you do is make it as far as um, like half of your movement being able to get up and, and get out of the tent. Um, but since you're surprised at, on it, we're gonna limit your actions to just that point. But you do have a complete view of what's going on now. I didn't know I was in a tent. I usually sleep on the ground. That's either way. Um, because you're surprised, I'm withdrawing some of your ability. Just enough to for you guys to get awareness of what's going on. Um, move to a place where I can at least I'll give you, I'll give you, say you were starting here, I'll give you 10 feet of movement. 
because you're still like trying to get up and figure out what's going on. Yeah, but my longbow has a huge range. So. Yeah, but you gotta. I mean, right now, as you take a look at it, you've got to fire through Condra and Rampuri to get to it. Um, so you've got that risk. And I'm not going to let you take an action this turn because you are surprised. Okay. So, uh, but do you want to move to a different direction? Because you can tell, oh, I can't see it that clearly. I don't know if there's a better view for you anywhere. Y unfortunately, you've got Condra and Tatiana to shoot through, and they're both quite tall. It's also dark, right? Yeah, it's also dark. Um, so you would be firing at disadvantage, but you can you can hear enough that you know what's going on over there. But it's it's I'll really try, hard for you. To I'll try to get to the sort of to the right of them. I'll I'll start moving. So like can... like flanking the whole yeah. group over on the side. Okay, this cart isn't here, so I'm just gonna put you in that spot um, as you're sort of trying to gain position on it and and using the sound to sort of triangulate where everyone is. Yeah, I mean, if there's trees, I don't know whether this is accurate, but I could, I would just keep going. Yeah, but I, I'm just limiting your movement to 10 feet, so because you just got up. But the owlbear, unfortunately, did not just get up, and it rolled high on initiative, so it is the owlbear's turn. It looks at uh, Rampuri in front, and it's like... <sighs> and it reaches out with um, its claw to make a swipe um, across and just trying to knock you out of the way. It... Um, it actually gets two um, two attacks, but it's going to use it's going to use two attacks. But let's do different ones. So we're going to uh, start with the claw. Fourteen. What's your armor class? Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. It reaches out to swipe away at you, and you're able just to power your body out of the way. As it hits nothing but air, it's Suck angered. It, it's angered at this point, and it's going to use its um, second attack with its beak and just like jab over at you. But it's not going to try to kill you with this. It's going to use. Um, it's going to swipe you across the side and try to throw you out of the way. So I am going to have us do a straight up strength check. So go ahead and roll a strength check, and I will roll a strength check. Um, and see how you do. And the strength check would be, it's not the saving throw, right? No, it's just a straight strength versus strength battle I that see. I'm doing. Sorry, he's trying you. to grab you and you're trying to avoid it and he's trying to toss you. All right, 14. 14. You're able to just hold your ground. He's got a plus five on strength. I really thought this would work. Um, but uh, he rolled poorly. And as I've been doing all evening, and um total of a 13 and as as his beak comes down you're able to glance it out of the way that it really can't get all of its weight behind you that's an owlbear this is what you're looking at although it's hard for you to see because it's dark um is it really an owlbear yep well it's a figurine of an owlbear but oh yeah, yeah. it's too small to be a real one too small to be a real one yeah i just want to point out for all of our viewer that that's what the case is. Um, okay. Automatically correct. <laughs> we have the one viewer. Okay, perfect. Um, and then Condra, uh, you are up next. You are surprised as well. So I'm going to give you ten. Oh no, you're not no, surprised. I, you're I'm right not there. Surprised. Yep. What are you doing? Yep. I. You've got, you've got Rampuri in front of you. So. Yes. Keep that in mind. Yes. I'm going to so see. That's that's the problem. That's a problem, Rampuri, that you are so close to him. 
Because now my plan of attack has to change so I don't hurt you. So I can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do that. Well, you've got, you can move first, right? So if you want to directly target him, you can like drop yourself down to this area to get a straight th shot. Or yeah. you got 30 feet, you can run around this way to get a clear shot as well. So you've got some options. Okay, but even if I even if I do like a cone spell, it's still gonna hit Rampuri, right? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. And Ice Knife would hit Rampuri. Uh, I don't even know what Ice Knife is, so that's exciting. <laughs> it would definitely hit Rampuri because it's uh, he's within five feet. So I have only one thing I can do without hurting Rampuri. All right, I'm going to stay exactly where I am. Okay. Um, and I am going to cast Ray of Sickness. All right. So, uh, all right. How does Ray of Sickness work? I got to pull well, it up. I lift my wand and I cast Ray of Sickness and a ray of sickening greenish energy lashes out toward uh, the creature within range, which in this case is going to be the owlbear. Right. Um, yes, so there's that. So should I roll? Uh, go ahead and, and roll your spell attack. 15. 15 and his saving his uh, armor class is a 13 that is a hit okay great so what's right. the i know there's damage and then we have to calculate any sort of poison so let's go ahead and roll damage first okay 11 yes damage is 2d8 11 damage this green ethereal glob of mucus fires forward and just lands on top of him like an ethereal glob of snot and he's like <laughs> and some of it gets inside of his beak and his mouth and he's swallowed a, a little bit of it um he takes some damage just from having that and now he's gotta um roll a constitution saving throw does oh 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 i really hate this oh good it, it kept it awesome you did 11 damage huh and constitution saving throw 20 sided die what is your spell modifier what the, oh uh, saving throw. it should be under your spells your yeah it's on the spell it's list it should modifier, be modifier spell attack save dc oh modifier is plus three what's the save dc 13. Now, on, 13 okay um he gets some of this stuff in his mouth and he's like <laughs> doesn't seem to have taken the full dose of it um so he is um he's not poisoned going forward he was able to get rid of all of that but he does you can tell that you you did some damage to him um any movement on your turn or or bonus action uh, my bonus action is just going to be to dodge. Uh, that's a full action, so you can't dodge. Oh, that's dodge a full action. Never mind. Then I'm going to do nothing. I'm going to stay exactly where I am. Okay, perfect. Excellent. Um, Zancorin, you are also just waking up, so you're going to take a little bit of... Uh, you can move 10 feet, but that's about it. Quick question. Was my uh, was Tanry uh, surprised as well? Yes, but okay. he has... Um, we didn't roll for uh, initiative order for him. I technically did but i didn't okay. say it um okay what's he at uh so he rolled a 13 plus 4 so 17. 
Oh, okay. So uh, we can go. I we can do the for this point. We can do the same. Yeah, for turn this point, he woke up then, as well, and yeah. he's he's looking at you and fluttering his wings. Like, what should we do? Yeah. I don't know what type of sounds they make. <laughs> Something. Perfect. Right. So uh, he's making some noise, looking at you. You um, you awaken. Are you gonna move anywhere? Are you staying there? Uh, I'm gonna move ten feet to the noise. All right. So we're just gonna put you right there as you move a little bit closer, and that gets us over to Tatiana. Um, you're not surprised. You've been watching this. I have been watching this, and um, I am gonna move closer to the owl there. Okay because I'm going to kick its ass. All right. So where do you want to move? Um, let's move to just, uh, just, yeah, just directly south of where the owlbear is. Owlbear okay. Is. If you, I know this is uh, imaginary space. It's not in graphical thing, but if you, you can't get uh, too much here, it's in the woods that he's, if you took one more step over, but that would have put you in a flanking position. If you started here, you could probably go 5, 10, 15, 20 back in this direction of them. That's in the open, and you would be in a flanking position. So you would get that flanking advantage of, uh, you'd get advantage to your attack, which you have disadvantage because it's dark. So yeah. it's up to you where I, you want to be. I want to be in a flanking position. All right. So I think that is a wonderful idea. And I am going to unsheath my double-bladed scimitar. Nice. And lift it, ready to smite the owlbear. And I'm wondering, because I've never done this before, okay. um, I have a special ability now that I'm level two where I can use divine smite. Divine smite. Oh, I'm looking for divine. I see, I see a searing spite, divine smite. When you hit with the melee weapon, you can expend one spell slot to deal 2d8 extra radiant damage to the target, plus 1d8 for each spell level higher than one. Okay, so you can you can attack. You can wait to do this till after you hit, because you can only use it when you hit. So you're not going to throw it away if you do choose to do that. It'll use a spell slot, um, and you, uh, I don't know how many spell slots you have. You have uh, you have two, so it'll use one of your two spell slots. But you, yeah, you can do that. So um, go ahead and uh, huh? The spell slots are used and can't be brought back until you've had a long rest. Correct. Correct. And some people have the ability to bring them on back after a, sh a short one of them back after a short rest, but I don't see that. I don't. So, yeah, I think paladins are long rest. Yeah. So you've got a, one of them will be gone until after a long rest. So, um, okay. So go ahead and attack with your scimitar. All right. Do I hit, do I press the plus five? That's what I do. Yes, you would hit the plus five on that. Oh. Twelve. The scimitar comes down. And as, as you're coming down over it, you hit the back of its neck, but its feathers are so dense, your sword 
just came down at a little bit too much of an angle. It would have worked on a human, but it bounces off of those feathers that are, are, are deep and thick on its neck and slides to the side, not doing any damage. Um, you have a bonus action? Yes. Not sure what it is. Divine Smite. Uh, you, that's only when you hit. Oh. So your bonus action is two weapon fighting. Uh, it looks like you can cast Divine Favor um, or Searing Smite as a bonus action. Um, but I have to hit the creature, right? No, this is the next time you hit a creature with a melee weapon uh, during the spell's duration, which lasts up to a minute. So odds are your weapon flares with white hot intensity. Uh, and the attack deals an extra 1d6 fire damage to the target and causes the target to ignite in flames. And at the start of each of its turn, until the spell ends, the target makes a constitution saving throw or suffers 1d6 fire damage. Uh, and in a successful save, it, um, it, it the spell ends. So if you cast it, it won't help you this time. It is the next time you hit a creature that it... Um, it, it will take effect. So even if you miss the next time, if the time after that you hit this, then it'll cause that sort of damage. So you can cast it, and it's just queued up, ready to go for you. I cast Hearing Smite! All right, unbeknownst to him as that your scimitar comes down, you you cast the Searing Smite uh, spell, and your, your, your blade flashes with flame and then dissipates and looks again like the normal... Um, uh, blade that uh, blade that it is uh, going back to looking just like the double bladed scimitar. Um, meanwhile, Pele wakes up from his um, um, his spot and yells out, "Can you keep the noise down? Oh crap! I guess I better do something about that. I'm sneaky, you know." And I'm gonna sneak off with old Lucky the crossbow and see how lucky I am today. God, I hope he listens to this. Um, so he begins to sneak around this way, but again, his turn is limited um, as we uh, go to the top of the round, back to Rampuri. All right, I am going to wind up and having tested this guy and knowing where his weak spots are, I'm gonna hit him with the stick. Hit him with that dick! Hold on one second. Go ahead and roll. I hit, I hit the wrong button. Give me a second. <sighs> and I got another nine. Wow. You're like, I'm going to try his side. And you reach over sideways and try to backhand him. And he just picks up, picks up his giant hand and bats your stick away. You realize you're up against something a little bit bigger than you had imagined. Still have a bonus action. All right. Well, you know what? If the stick doesn't work, the fist is definitely going to do it this time. This time I got a 15. 15. You've seen him twist and move enough that you kind of have an understanding of where his his rib cage is. And as you, you oh. bat... Yep. I completely forgot. Can I attack at advantage because of the fact that I'm flanking with Terry or with um, Tatiana? You're totally right. Yeah, I think we forgot to do that with Terry as well, but since yeah. we missed it, yeah. we're just gonna okay. skip that. 
but you can no go ahead go ahead and roll yours because since we haven't rolled three characters past that well we can go ahead and roll yours we can say that the nine and the 15 were his first attack and the 15 is now the the hit that's fine let's do that your 15 is the hit with your stick so right. yes you're at advantage you hit with a stick and um yes or damage hey that's something now you have your bonus all right, I'm going to use my monk training to force all of my energy into my spectrum, and it, which slows down time. And in the space between two heartbeats, I'm going to go take a walk on the beach with my old mentor and <laughs> ponder the power of the ocean. And when you, the second heartbeat hits... Wait, do you, do you remember the name of your mentor? I do not. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Uh, but you do obviously but i do have a, uh, a mentor and if you care to mention it to me now i will write it down it's mishar mishar yeah you imagine lovely and walk on the beach with mishar. when uh time snaps back with the second heartbeat i am unleashing a flurry of fists all right how many attacks is that flurry the flurry oh, that, yeah, that's two that's two attacks right yeah two attacks oh and they're both at advantage right so the yes. first one was a 10 i forgot to roll the advantage so i'll roll the second one 19. that is a hit go ahead and roll damage oh wait no unarmed strike that's a straight five a straight four damage i'm sorry um isn't it am no, i in your it, character no, it no, has... no. it's it's 1d4 plus three for sorry the... yeah go ahead and roll that i'm sorry i was looking at the wrong uh, uh six six okay and, and go ahead with your second one. of the flurries. A twenty-three <clears throat> hit. And ooh, a seven. See the rolls. I was saving them for when I needed them. Right. That's a lot of damage. Seven damage. Suddenly you've realized that this thing's anatomy, and you're like, I know where to hit this sucker, and you're <laughs> taking all these attacks at it, and the owl bear feels it. You can tell that he's like. Ah, annoyed at you like ah, and this sort of you know half bird half bear scream that it has um rocky you are next uh first thing i do is i'm shouting to zankorin zankorin i need some light perfect all right and then i'm going to use my bonus action to put some unusual substance on my arrow okay you can do that um so yeah. you because it's a bonus action. Yep, you can do that first, and you still have action and movement. Yelling at the Zancorn doesn't—it's yep. a simple thing. That's free. So I'm 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 moving, trying to get behind it to be able to shoot from behind. So like up in this area. Yeah. Okay. You'll have a straight yeah. shot on that. Yeah. Are you gonna try to take the shot now, or are you gonna hold your action for later, or what? Oh, it depends how how. You know how much are you gonna give me as a negative if I'm trying to shoot it right now if you shoot now because it's dark, a lot of it's noise at, it's at disadvantage because you're you're in the dark um if you wait if you hold your action for light and he's able to get light over there then um you can hold your action for as soon as you have light and fire and that would be just a normal shot oh well, why wouldn't i do that i don't know it's up to you I mean, zancorin made this this round zancorin might choose not to do it but right that's always a possibility you did yell to him so yeah, I'll hold, I'm gonna idea. hold it. I'm just trying to aim as best I can. It's an important it. shot. Yeah, getting all queued up and ready to fire. All right, Owlbear. 
out of curiosity, in, in a situation like this, firing in the dark, is there a chance that he would hit uh, either Con or Tatiana or I? Yeah, if you roll a one, then we roll on the critical fail table, and one of those is you hit somebody else. Gotcha. And it, um, so it's there's a possibility, but generally. But aside from the critical fail, it's not, you know, because. Yeah, yeah, you're going to have to roll a one to have that happen, because as much as he doesn't actually know where it is, he does realize it's a owlbear. So aim high, try not to hit anything. You'll still probably hit the owlbear because they're tall. There. How much, I mean, is the moon out? I mean, it's... no, it was overcast. Okay. Yeah, so it, it's it's super dimly lit. Um, not enough for you to really tell much of anything. Um, but uh, yeah, it is it is officially dark. Um, Owlbear's turn. So um, the Owlbear is now surrounded by two people and is feeling fairly uncomfortable with that. Um, so it with the latest strikes with Rampuri, it's focusing on Rampuri and um, reaches with its beak and um, tries to rip into uh, Rampuri's shoulder uh, and take a bite out of him. Nineteen. Uh. It's a hit. Damage. Seven. Albert reaches back and being able to see you perfectly well with its um, its uh, its night vision is able to reach forward and take a bite right out of your shoulder. <clears throat> you feel its beak sink into your skin and it pierce it, um, you know, just causing it to sort of open up and you feel a warm blood flowing down your arm. It's not a pretty sensation. Um, with you in its grasp it takes its claws and is trying to reach up underneath and get into your gut and sort of do what cats do and sort of rip out anything that it can manage to get its guts on it's its claws on it always rolls in the corner where i can't see it 12. what's your armor class 15. 15. you sense you know you're fighting an animal and you know that their instinct is to go for necks and bellies because they know the soft spot instinctively and you position your body to a side so its claws glance off and it's not able to get uh, a good a, a good dig into you um it doesn't go anywhere it's just enraged at trying to you know destroy you at this point Condra. I'm going to stay exactly where I am, and I'm going to cast Firebolts at the Owlbear. Okay. So I raise my wand, I cast Firebolts, and I hurl a moat of fire at the Owlbear. All right. Um, Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Ooh. What was it? Was it a nat twenty? Yeah, that was a nat twenty. Nice. Oh, the B? Is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah, oh, you got cool. a nat 20. All right, right. yeah. Nat 20. Okay, so we got a couple of things that happen. This bolt of light that comes out is, it's a flash, and you see the, um, um, you see the, the woods and the trees, everything just sort of light up around you oh. just for a half a second as it goes through. Is so that first, enough? 
Firebolt goes, let's roll your damage. Roll critical damage on it. So make sure you hit so you don't have to do the calculations. I think it, right? does, it, hit? I think it does it automatically when you do a nat 20 if you do it through the attack. Well, there's, okay. if I right-click, right yeah. it says critical hit If you right-click, you can do it. Yeah, yeah right-click, hit critical hit, and tell me what you got. Nice. 14. Yep. David, since everything lit up and I was literally waiting for light to happen. You unleash your arrow. Just enough light for you to target your victim and let the arrow go. Go ahead and roll. You are rolling a straight roll. I so want to see. I like to watch the rolls. Ah! <laughs> oh! Your, your shot looks like it's right on target, but as that, that tiny moat of fire sinks into the shoulder of the bear, now you can see it begin to burn and sear, and it arches back in pain as the arrow shoots just right where his head used to be into the woods behind. Zancorin, your turn. Wait, did my 14 damage not do enough damage? No, it did not. They're pretty strong. They're big. A lot of damage. Not a damage, but he's still trucking along. Um, I, as all that's happening, I yell out on it. Um, and Tannery, go. Um, and I have Tannery fly, uh, pretty much just right to where I saw the lightning strike. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, through my uh, what is it? Tel I always forget telepathy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so through telepathy, I go cast light right there and um i i shout oh and right basically just above where the monk is um i cast light on whatever i see like a rock or a twig or something okay so um you can i think you can actually can you actually target a a, a being with that i'm gonna yeah. check you can, uh i think it's an object but you might be able to. I don't, I don't actually know. I mean, I'm going to say well, you touch one object that is no larger than 10 feet in any dimension. Until the spell ends, the object sheds bright light in a 20 foot radius and dim light for another 20 light can be colored as you like. Blah, blah, blah. Um, okay. Um, I mean, if we consider the monk an object, I'll cast it on the monk. Uh, yeah, you can. It should work. At, the the owlbear is going to be too big. They're like 10 to 12 feet tall. But yeah, you can land on the monk or Tatiana and light them up. I'll uh, I'll have T Tannery uh, jump right down onto the monk and cast a, a pink, very pink light <laughs> to make him super, super pink. Perfectly. So <laughs> suddenly he just sort of glows out in this bright pink light that's uh, that, that's shedding light for 20 feet. The whole area is lit up and the, the owlbear sort of a little bit steps back because he's never really seen a glowing person before. Um, the owlbear's momentarily distracted because their eyes are, you know, they're, they're owl eyes. They're, they're set for the night, and the brightness gives it a momentary flash of darkness and confusion um, as that goes through. I don't know. Is that the whole action to do that? I know you still have movement. I mean, that's might have a bonus considered my action and my familiar's movement. Right. Um, because I cast light. Um, so I do right. have movement and a bonus, but um, yeah. I'll just so any... I'll just move twenty five feet closer to that in that direction. Um, okay. 
now that 5, I see 10, 15, 20, 25, sort of behind Condressa. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Tatiana, you are now bathed in pink light. The monk uh, very... gorgeous with my blue skin and pink light. The monk oh, is, but it's, oh, it's bathing it's the whole feet. area. Got it. Yeah. So it's quite bright now. Um, you've got a clear shot and at advantage because, um, um, well, actually, you know, we did actually play it right last time. I did actually think through that. You were flanking at advantage, but it was dark at disadvantage, so it was even. But this time it is light and you are flanking, so you do have advantage on any attack. And you also have that yeah, smite. Right. So you... Yes, I have the Searing Smite. And I'm going to unleash my double-bladed scimitar once again. All right, roll for damage. Roll for damage or roll I mean, for... roll for attack. Uh, roll again. Thir 13. Roll again. again. Yeah, because you, you get advantage, so you roll twice. So you so get the better. 15. 15. Yeah. Nice. I'm pulling up your character here. All right. Um, 15. This time you've learned a little bit with the feathers. Maybe go against the grain. And you. this time you sweep upwards and get underneath the feathers that are on top of its neck, and you feel your sword slice into the back of its neck. So let's do, first let's roll um, the normal 2d4 plus three damage uh, by clicking that, and then we'll add your smite damage. Right, that's a nine. nine. Okay, and then your sm searing smite damage is uh, 1d6. And she can choose to do Divine Smite as well now, right? Well, I already I already cast Searing Smite previously. Last, last yeah, time. she cast Searing Spell last time. Yeah, I would give you the ability to double up if you wanted to. Uh, it would oh, use sorry. your last spell slot. Yeah, it's up to you. Yeah, it's up to you. But yes, um, let's do it. We can't mess around with this owlbear. Well, let's 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 first roll. Let's. Six. Yeah, because no matter what, that's going to happen. Um, and then you're allowed to use Divine Smite after you hit. So let's calculate all this damage. So roll the 1d6. Okay. Three. Three, nine, 12 damage. You can tell he's pretty well wounded uh, on this. Your, your blade slices through. It erupts in fire on the back of him. His fur is on fire and his feathers are burning away you smell that smell of burning hair um but he's still you know he's stepped back a bit and he's shaking his head uh, he's clearly really angry if you want to use your other spell slot you can yes divine smite all right so you do an extra 2d8 radiant damage to the target so go ahead and roll 2d8 So how do I do 2d8? Um, there's some dice in the far left corner. Yeah. So if you click the eight-sided die twice and then hit roll, it will do a 2d8. All right. There we go. And 10. Ooh, what are the special effects of this divine smite? It's radiant damage. So the thing erupts in fire, and then after the fire, and even after the hit, it's like your deity itself focused on the wound, 
and there's this searing flash of lights. And you could just tell the whole thing lurches forward, stumbles, places a foot on the ground, and then is just able to straighten itself up. It is looking incredibly weak, but it is still hanging on. Um, it is Pele's turn. Pele, huh? Loki. Pele says to himself, I got this strange feeling in the back of my throat. I don't know what it is, but it's something that tastes like an elka seltzer. And I, watch, I'm going to be the one that rolls the one for him. So hard. Let's see what happens. No, and he chases it down and he feels fine. So um, instead, he decides to bolt. Um, five, 10. Ooh, he doesn't have a good shot. 15, 20, 25. Ah, ah. 30. Let me try again. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. No. No, he tries to get a good shot. He gets a little bit in front of Zancorin and and can't seem to line up a really good shot. He's going to have to try to fire over Rampuri, which he can see really well. There's a bright pink light everywhere. So he's going to aim, look at a crossbow. And um, let me pull up Lucky. So I can do... Where is he? Do the rolling... And I say to him, maybe you've been lucky before, but there are several types of luck, depending on which side of the fence you're on. And then he fires Lucky the crossbow. I don't know. I just made. I just made. That. <laughs> very good. It's very much him. Fourteen. The first <laughs> shot fires over Rampuri's bright pink aura. Strikes into the forehead of. The, the thick forehead of the uh, of the owl bear sinks in about seventy five percent, and you see the owl bear collapse on the ground, silent, no longer moving. I told you, you all just needed my help. You can't do anything without me. As he takes credit for everything, go back to sleep. <laughs> and the owl bear is destroyed. Rampurn is still glowing pink. I, I take a look at to see if there are there any tracks. The owl bear is there a lair nearby? Um, owl bears are you're more familiar with owl bears because being in the forest, so you know that um, they are uh, just large monsters that. Um, uh, are very beast-like. They will chase after um, after people and hunt them down or any sort of prey. Uh, but they're generally very independent, except for when they're breeding, like a, a mama bear with its cubs. Um, and breeding season isn't quite yet. And you, you could check if it's a male or a female, but um, uh, you're assuming it's probably hunting alone as it's their normal way of, uh, of living. But you do look on the ground. Go ahead and roll a um, survival check. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Um, you need Rampuri to come with you a little bit or another source of light because <laughs> uh, you can see you know, it a little bit. 
but certainly the attack run that was in is showing just one owlbear. Um, you know that they do not normally uh, hunt in, in groups. They're very independent. Um, so you're not necessarily thinking there's anything else around. Um, but if you do want to look further, further you're going to have to light a torch or um, a or have Rampuri come with you and search around for basically the, the remaining 45 seconds that he will be glowing. I mean, uh, in order to do they them. do owl bears have nests? Do they actually no light light lasts a while, doesn't it? Lasts it? It's like 10 an hour. Minutes. Or, oh yeah. I think you're right actually. I think it's an hour. Yeah. Okay, so he's lit up until you choose him not to be. <laughs> is, there, um, is he like Yeah, it's totally on the clapper at this point. Um so uh do you want to follow him around and as a glowing pink person and try to see what's going on or what's the plan? I'm sure I'm I'm sorry, I'm not sure what's going on. He is, is asking me something or um uh, Rocky wants to see um if there were more of them. If there were they came from a lair or there was more than one. Um and he wants to, you know, track the prince, which he's adept at, but it's dark, so he needs a source of light. And you coincidentally are joking, are joking, are glowing, and he is asking if you want to go with him. It's not a big deal. It's not a very big deal. Let's get some sleep. I don't understand not... what he's asking. Don't worry well, about it. Turn off the light. Let's uh Um Can, I... are they edible? Can we use them for rations? Most things are edible. Um Yeah, I mean you could chop it up. Some, some owl bear jerky. I could I could probably cook something up with that owl owlbear. I've got my mess kit and I love owlbear. It tastes like chicken. At least the top half does. The bottom half's a little bit more like venison. Um you 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 can. I mean it's the middle of the night. It's not the middle of the night. This happened around ten o'clock. Most of you guys can still get a good night's rest in. Um certainly Condor needing only four hours would be able to do that. Um you can chop it up in the morning if you want, you know, spend yeah. a couple of hours doing that and uh, take some with you, maybe cook part of it up for breakfast, or you can spend time tonight doing it, uh, up to you. No, I'd rather get some sleep, but I just want to make sure we can, I don't want to want to bring it in and, you know, have that filet mignon kind of I'll be our section. All right, so are you guys going to try to drag it towards the middle of camp? Well, we can yeah. just cut it. We can, uh -huh. cut, we can cut the good the good piece out of the middle of it or whatever and just bring that all right well zan corin um is, is a very good cook he knows how to butcher just about anything um I like to drag it to the middle of camp because leaving a dead animal right outside will just attract other predators right is it better to attract him to the middle of camp yeah leave it outside all right um okay so you guys leave it outside for uh the rest of the night um anyone else staying on watch I'm, oh, I'm studying. Huh? I'm studying. Okay. I wish Zoom worked as well as being in person. You want to study. Do you have a source of light besides Rampuri? I No, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like go next to Rampuri and study. Why not? All right, so before I go to bed or before my next watch, I think um we should have a fire because most of us can't see in the dark and the owlbear already saw us whether beacon or not. So I think fire is a better idea. Um, and yeah, that's actually it. That's just, just, we should have a yeah, fire. Yeah, I agree. I can't really do a watch without the fire, so. 
That'll be better than having to stay next to the monk. So let's do a fire. All right. So you guys light up a little fire in the middle of the camp. It gives you 20 to 30 feet radius, you know, that you can see out a little bit better than you could before. Um, as you guys are all uh, around the campfire a bit, maybe not as spread out before staying a little closer to each other to make sure if something happens, you can wake each other up. Um, who's on the next set of watch Rocky and who else? If I uh, took a watch, would I um, still get in a long rest? Or is there still time to get a long rest in? Yeah, yeah, you can take a, the only ones that really can't take another watch are, are um, Tatiana, because she's already taken one. Um, Condra can take another watch, uh, but then she wouldn't be able to study as well. Um, uh, she only needs four hours of sleep, so that's why she's she can do double watch if you guys needed that to happen. Um, well, I'm happy to take a watch, but I'm also injured. And so it feels like, you know, um, I just want to make sure I'm not shooting myself in the foot. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you you can. Uh, you can stay and watch for a little bit. Um, and then, you know, as long as you guys try to sleep in a little bit, um, you guys should still be able to get a, a good night's rest. Okay, cool. So who's on watch? Rocky, anyone else? Rampuri? Okay, go ahead and roll perception checks. By the way, do I have, since I only used an arrow, do I have like another arrow's worth of that substance? Or is it all gone? Uh, I think you used both doses, didn't you? Yes, I'm just saying whether, but I did. I used those, the first one on a sword, this is just on an arrow, it's the tip of an arrow. So take a full... No, you, it, it takes both of them. The way that you apply them, yeah, you just get a single chance of using that so um perception perception yeah you live 11 18 18 all right um you guys are keeping keeping eye out for anything um every crack of uh, of a twig every rustle in the leaves kind of jerks your attention around because well you just had to fight an owl bear but the night progresses uneventfully from here on out and um you guys uh, i'm just gonna do two watches instead of three just for expediency's sake um you guys go to sleep you get the rest of your full rest Condra, um everyone else was going to sleep you wanted to study for a little bit how are you going to study how do you have light oh you got the fireplace the fire. fire's there perfect fire. okay so you crack open a book and you are staring at your uh, at your spells, looking up at the dark sky where you see nothing, um, but that deep nothingness in the sky just allows you to focus on what you're thinking about. And then you realize that sometimes spells are effective, not because there's something there, but because there's nothing a lot of nothing between any two things that you always think they're stuff, space. Then you realize that space is mostly nothing. And that that's how you can extend your spells. The one that you haven't been able to cast, you've been trying to manipulate the material plane. And then you realize, no, it's the gaps in the material plane is how I cast these. And suddenly, a lot of things begin to make sense. So many things. 
so many things. And as the sun comes up in the morning, you're feeling like, I got this. Girl, I got this. <laughs> and you level up. <laughs> level two. Hey, Mandy. Congratulations. Jeez. Oh, that feels good. Yeah. So uh, as the sun rises again, very similar morning to just how we started this episode. But this time you're camping and there is the carcass of an owlbear in the corner. Zancorin, are you doing anything with that carcass? Yes, I'm uh, I'm going to make some owlbear meat breakfast. All right. So you head over to it. You've got some cooking skills, but uh, what check should we have you roll to see how well you can butcher this strange thing? Uh, I'll be like, uh, Rocky, just make sure I'm doing this right. I want to cut here and, and here and, and here, right? Just make sure. Well, you, no you be, your chef background lets you know you know okay. how to butcher anything. Okay. You know, you you cut at the joints. I butchered a few things. No people, at least not proven. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so you're like, okay, I know there's a good amount of meat on these arms. I know that'll be easy to get to and not a whole lot of butchering to do, probably easy to skin. So you're like deciding what parts to, to do. And you take out your, you look at your dagger and you're like, and you look at the size of that thing and you're like, no. And then you reach out your rapier and then you just start hacking away at it. Uh, go ahead and roll. What should we have you roll? Hey, I got to look at your features and traits. So it says, at least it says here, when, when you make a charisma persuasion check or an ability check involving brewer supplies or cooks utensils, uh, that okay. and I can do something. So it's an ability check. Yeah. So, so I'm going to say that, you know, you haven't usually used a rapier to uh, butcher a beast, you're, you've usually used chef's knives. So it's a little bit of a challenge for you using that. So go ahead and um, roll a straight dexterity check, but then add plus four, uh, the- The, um, the D4. D4 uh, to that as well. All right, so. Okay, and then plus D4. So a 17 total. 17 total so in, in just like 20 minutes you've carved up enough of it to be able to um cook some fresh meat on the fire and the rest of you guys awake to this absolutely delicious smell you've gathered a few herbs that some of which when you gathered herbs the other day to bring tanry around you tucked in your pocket to make sure hey just in case i gotta cook something i always want to have a little bit of rosemary so you cook up this absolutely delicious smelling breakfast um, that's uh, uh, cooking up in your, your your pans. Everyone wakes up, gets a good meal. Um, you can, if you have a place that you can wrap some of this up, you can sort of wrap it up in its own fur, you know, in its own hide, uh, taking meat for enough meal, uh, something to eat uh, at the end of the day, you know, cook up a, a little barbecue dinner um, and you can take that with you. So um, nobody has to go through their rations for today because then Corin has cooked up a meal based off of your latest killing. And um, you guys, I'm assuming, pack up and continue down the trail on day two of your journey. Yeah, and, we should uh, do a long rest from our- Yes, everyone hit the long rest button. If if you're Chandra, do the level me up buttons. You've already, you've already done it once. It was just ahead of time. So do it again. Yeah. 
Did it again. Did it again. And I'm now level two, and I have chosen my subclass. Oh, nice. What's your? <laughs> are you going to share that? You don't have to. You can share it later, or not I'll at all. It. I'll share it next next time. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So you guys have made it out of a town that was pretty interesting at first, but then, uh, gosh, Groupy just brought it all down with his his bureaucracy. But you hightailed out of town. You're heading down the road to uh, what you've been given directions. You should run into it halfway through this day, depending on your pace. Um, obviously, we're going to take a break for the uh, and pick this up next time. But that's what we have to look forward to. So um, you've got another half a day as you are um, making a trek across the Fen Trail, headed towards Fing. Um, the day again, overcast, um, a little bit windy, but not too bad. Um, and uh, you guys have had all the protein you need for a day, uh, given just a protein-rich meal. And that is where we will end. So, uh, so if anyone guessed turkey bacon, food or lie it's totally a lie turkey bacon <laughs> that's just crap owlbear bacon on the other hand owlbear bacon's a real thing Delicious. so get yourself some owlbear bacon it's what's for dinner i think i pretty much think that um you need a butt in order to have bacon or a belly i think you need a belly to have bacon belly. i think yeah. this is where they cut it from and turkey's just no it's not enough belly it's like breast and that's about it so no bacon. It's just a lie. So, that's the answer to that question. I'm level two. I'm level, level two. two. Level two. So, oh, it took uh, so long. Huh? It just took so long. It you know, it's just such a beautiful day. You forgot one last time that when you could have studied and you forgot to. So yeah. it was an expensive loss as far as that was concerned. It, it was. Yeah, so, you know, is what it is. So you guys are back out on the Fendel Trail um as when we come back uh, next uh next week and that is where we will leave off so say thank you for joining us um and the more you roll the more you roll the more you roll bye everyone roll bye and that, bye. And that is it oh my god you're still here i mean well thanks for joining us you, you know you you don't have to listen all at once you can spread it out over a couple of days it's it's fine but tell your friends, your family, your Legion about us. They'll get a chance to get to know the crew of Legion M, the world's greatest fan-owned entertainment company, and see what that crew turns into when they polymorph into the heroes of the Delphi Sapphire campaign. Legion D&D, &D, right here on Twitch, YouTube, and wherever you listen to podcasts.